The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host or guest and should not be interpreted as statement of fact. Independent fact-checking and corrections are encouraged. Fact, fact. Can we get a cup of coffee in here, please? I need more coffee. Waldo, get me more coffee. You've got a dog that needs walking. That's right, sunshine. Just put on a big pot of strong coffee and get ready to type your little hate mail with your opinions about Kumbaya and Flat Earth insanity. Stand-up comedy? You want stand-up comedy? Well, we got, well, we've got sit-down comedy. It's time for Coffee with a Dog. You make me laugh. I'm a crooked guy, what can I tell you? Let me tell you, um, let me tell you. Alright, I just told you. When you see, uh, well, see, I'm, not, I'm running out of time, dude, and now. Dad just wants to rock on his work on talking, and then they always, I'm not going to let you say that. I don't have enough time. Good morning, folks. It is uh, Monday, um, November 13th, 2023. Uh, wonderful fucking cold day here. I uh, hope it's a beautiful day where you are. Hopefully, you're in the Southern Hemisphere getting a suntan on your balls. I don't know. Uh, today is uh, the 500th uh, episode of Coffee with the Dog. Um, Willie well, I, um, said we should do something special for this, so we, we're doing something special for this. Uh, Andy Andrus is the scheduled guest and the only scheduled guest because I didn't want to have a guest after him or before him and muddy stuff up. Andy was the first guest. I had on Coffee with the Dog. The very first show we did, I didn't have a guest. I think the second or third show Andy was on. Anyway, uh, the way it came about, I was basically doing two shows a day, seven days a week during the pandemic and all that kind of stuff. And then um, I just, I always wanted to be the morning guy. But of course, the radio stations I was on were not about to let me be the morning guy. The morning guy is the best spot on radio even though you have to get up early it's when people really listen and uh people are more attentive and engaged in the morning because they're driving to work or their alarm clock went off and it's playing the uh the station that they're tuned to so or i'm thinking old school right i know in your phone you don't it's not on a, a clock radio anymore uh, but in those days it was. And so the morning show was the coveted spot. I was the midnight guy, the guy you put on when nobody's listening, everybody's in bed, nobody's listening to radio, especially talk radio. That was my spot. 
So I always wanted to do a morning spot. And I said, you know what? Um, and I decided on Sunday night, I'm going to do, I'm going to get up early tomorrow and do a show with nobody listening. And that's how the show came to be. And now, you know, all the history you need to know. Thanks. Thanks for coming. Have a great day. Um, I'm, I'm a little surprised to see Willie in the back there. Uh, I thought Willie was going to be taking off a couple of days. I'm not going to get into why. Uh, but he is, he's the reason, you know, oh, 500 episodes, you should do something special. Uh, is this special? No, Andy is special. He's very special. I um, hope you had a great weekend. I just want to make this observation about my weekend. Saturday night, um, place was packed. Packed. Uh, first gig with the band in probably a month, which is the longest I think I've ever gone in the last 25 years without doing a full band gig. Uh, and the place was packed. And so much so that the owner of the venue voluntarily paid more than the contract was for. That doesn't happen very often. But that just thrilled that she did so much business that night. Here's a few extra hundred bucks for you. Um, very rare thing. Then yesterday I had my gig at uh, the Sunday thing I've been doing at uh, Daisy's in Patchogue. And that place, when I got there, there was nobody there. Absolutely nobody there. And uh, I was like, what happened to this place? And, and Brian, the manager, said, oh, they'll be in. And sure enough, they did start coming in. And the place got packed out. By the time I left, uh, it's a 2 to 5 gig on Sunday afternoon, 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. And he, the point I'm getting to here it will, will become evident eventually. Uh, I left. The place was totally packed, totally packed. Um, a lot of pretty women in there, a lot of pretty women in there, uh, which is a whole other story. But when I left, um, I went a different route. I'm going through the alley, and there's restaurants and venues and, and clubs all over this street in Patchogue. And Patchogue is a pretty small village. It's a, a suburb. But every single venue was packing out in the afternoon on a Sunday. Packing out. Parties happening everywhere. Party Central. And I'm thinking about all these people who are complaining about how bad things are in America. We're partying our balls off on a Sunday afternoon. Spending money like there's no tomorrow. People packing out clubs. And again, Patchogue is not New York City. It's a suburb. A small town, packed to the gills of people partying, spending money. And I'm just thinking, you, there's a disconnect here between the people who are complaining about how bad things are and the reality of we're partying like it's 1999. Again. Anyway, that was my observation yesterday. But great weekend for me. Uh, satisfying weekend. The one thing I will mention is there were at one point I tried texting this, but voice to text in a in a crowded bar doesn't work so well. At one point, when I about twenty minutes into the gig, there were thirty. I counted them thirty beautiful. I mean beautiful women at the bar, and one dude, young guy, twenty five, twenty six years old, good looking guy, and he's sitting there looking straight ahead. And not not even noticing, he's surrounded by beautiful women. And I'm thinking, there's something wrong here. Uh, either 
he's drinking away a problem uh, or he's gay or he's just oblivious. But there's a problem here because me at 25, 26 years old, first of all, I doubt I'd be in a bar at two o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday. But and I never would be surrounded by beautiful women and not noticing it, not even knowing they're there. Um, so I don't know. Maybe maybe the world is changing. Maybe attitudes among young men are changing. Maybe he was gay. Uh, although if you're a gay guy, I don't think you go to a country bar on a Sunday afternoon, especially when it's packed with just beautiful women. I don't know. I don't just I don't know what to make of it. Anyway, Willie is here today. Uh, let him in. And now the Rev, who uh, I need to talk to uh, about his sermon yesterday, which is more blasphemy. And uh, yeah. <laughs> was it? <laughs> guy. Oh, good morning, Carl. Oh. Hello. Carl. Good How to see you. How are you? What's what's going on? You 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 you're bummed out, and we all we want to cheer you. Everybody, cheer Carl up. Say say be happy, Carl. Uh, be happy, Carl. See, I always go with a uh, silly face. Is what I is, do. I don't. It is full match, husky bio match. Everywhere you buy, uh, buy match. No, I'm good. I'm all good. I've just got a gammy leg. What? Yeah. What's this thing about gra- uh, dragging a leg behind you? What'd you do? I just injured my leg on Saturday. It's fine. It's just I just can't walk correctly. Well, so you're walking like that dude in Shocker, just like a just like a zombie, yeah. Or um, I don't know. Or as my dog just said. Maybe maybe gay men walk like certainly shouldn't be anywhere that uh it's not full of other gays. That's what? that's that's true. That's, that's now, ridiculous. Uh there is a god is trending on Twitter today and it has to do with a, a leg injury uh in soccer. <laughs> All things. Uh, Megan Rapapole, whatever her name is, uh she hurt a leg and this is what she said. If there is a god, this is proof that there isn't. She hurt her leg in in a uh, in a final game, but she said, "If there is a God, this is proof there isn't." Is that a fucked up sentence or what? I mean, am I? <laughs> if I'm, there is, yeah. this is proof there isn't. <laughs> I mean, she was probably in a lot of pain, so she wasn't making a lot of sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, but now she it's trending. But yeah, it, it, well, yeah, because it's trending because she said something that makes no sense. It's like she's no, probably it's, it's she's probably trying to say that, like, if you believe in God, this happening to me right here, right now, is proof that your God is garbage. I think that's what she's really trying to say. Probably something like that. But it, it's just a day for uh, fucked up sentences. Uh, I posted this thing. The flat Earth guy said these words are on on this program. Or well, not this program, but my other program said. Uh, I asked him if all flat Earth people were just fucking crazy, and he said, "Actually, that couldn't be farther from the opposite of the truth." <laughs> uh, couldn't be farther from the opposite of the truth. Anyway, uh, it's just a day for fucked up sentences. Anyway, fucked up sentences. I don't. I don't always drink coffee, but when I do, I put a little bump in it. For the Lord, yeah, yeah. Hell well, yeah. if there is, if there is, uh, that's proof that there isn't. Yeah, definitely. If there is, if there could it is, be farther from the opposite of the truth? Yeah. yeah. What does that mean? We're gonna have to. We need to send a team. Well, <laughs> it couldn't be further from the opposite of the truth. Um, 
Where where are you? What, are you what was that thing? Oh. Um, there was there was a line in um, Hustle and Flow that was like this. Like um, I could be wrong, but uh, I I could be I could be wrong right now. What the fuck? Do you know see? what I'm talking about? Have you seen Hustle and Flow? You. you know what line I'm no, talking about? No, we we don't see fucking movies. No, no one else. It's, it's about it's about as sensible as all that. I can't remember how it goes. I'm sorry. I'll show. Are up. you in New Mexico still? Or are you? Uh... I am. I am. Which is which? Which is which is fine. Which is you know, um, we're we're figuring things out. But yeah, yeah. All right, all right. I just I, I wanted, wanted to be here today, especially because it's five hundred. You know, because it's your fault where I'm even making a. Big I mean, deal you know that 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 was part of it. I was like, I was like, you know, I'm the one that made like a big to do. Like I better be there. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it would it wouldn't uh, hurt if we weren't. But you know, you guys should take care of take care of your shit. That's all I'm I'm gonna say. Now, were any of you guys in church yesterday? Because there was a church service. Yes, I know. I was not. Rep was. Uh, he said. Sorry, Red. He says there's no Santa Claus. Well, okay, who do you say it to? Because if you say it to anybody under the age of 10, you're an asshole. He said, like, it, he said it to everybody, everybody in the whole world. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, why am I the asshole? No, okay, because, I mean, I don't know, because as society, we made, like, this collective agreement that we're going to fucking deceive our children until they reach the age of reason. You know and, what I mean? And, like, and, I and, like and here's the other thing. You don't the last thing you want, the last thing you want is your kid to be the kid that tells his whole class. You know what I mean? Like, that's no. the worst. That's well, the fucking I, I worst. The worst. You're going to get some I, calls. Let him talk. Oh, no, I, don't think that's the, that's, I don't think that's the worst thing you want for your kid. I think, the, uh, think having a kid that thinks for himself and is intelligent is probably the best thing, if you, especially if you can teach him how to take the consequences and be bold. Well, let me just say that there is a Santa Claus. The reason your proof didn't stand up, you could not prove that the existence of Santa Claus is because Santa Claus doesn't come to black houses. He's a white supremacist, Santa Claus. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Santa's so, a racist? A, yes, absolutely. Santa's, God, that explains so much. It, it definitely explains why uh, the Rev could not prove the existence of Santa Claus because he I think when it threw two picks on windows and all this stuff, he ain't coming to your house. Yeah. And like, and he always only brought me green or brown army men. So I like, there is a color thing there. I because think. he did come to my, my brother is several shades lighter than me. And he got all the stuff. I never got anything. My, cause I was, I was assumed to be brown baby or something. You know, uh, or, I have or, to say. Or, or your parents liked him better. Oh, well that's not, no question about that. That's 100% true my parents liked him better they didn't even want me and not and they still don't want me even though they're dead they still don't want me they're like yeah, <laughs> like they're just dreading you coming and joining them in heaven yeah, they're like yeah, fucking like, god damn it let's not gonna be long from that just not just out of curiosity of the people that you know that are old enough to be your parents um would you have swapped your parents <clears throat> for one of them and who that's a, albert brooks no, I said people that you know, you know, oh. like in your family. You <laughs> no. uh, yeah, because uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm just saying people that you know. Uh, that Albert Brooks is only a few years older than us. He's like uh, what, eighty? Eighty-two, eighty-three, something like that. 
Yeah. 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 So he's old enough to you, be. You my just dad. want Alvin Brooks because you like his wife. Well, I just want him to hear that, so he will agree to come on the program. That's uh, well, just say, just announce that he's funnier than Tom Segura. I have said that. that. Believe yeah. me, I said that to to uh, his assistant the other day, who uh, refuses to get back to me. Anyway, uh, no. To answer your question, I don't know. I I don't know. I I don't want any parents. I'm I, you know I'm happy not having parents. Yeah, but at one point you. You sort of had parents. I mean, not really. Like like, not know, really. Carl saying. will tell you. Carl, tell him. I never had any parents. I had Chinese parents for a week. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not talking role models. I'm talking, you know, people, you know, that people who raised like, you? Yeah, around, you know, like yeah. my, my mother maintained that she didn't raise me. Right. And, uh, and I will agree with her, but she was there. Right. Uh, well, my parents were absentee parents. They lost me at a racetrack at three years old. So, it seems that you're raised. It seems that you're raised so well with good ideas and foundations. How did how did this happen? Um, uh, that's a good question. Um, Bugs Bunny did a good job with me. <laughs> Well, I think his I think his early experience, you know, like when you go through a lot in life, life teaches you, you know, the experiences that you go through, they have a way of teaching you much more, you know, especially if what you have at home isn't really very educational. And like a lot of the stuff I learned from my dad and stuff like that, I learned the opposite. You know what I mean? Like, like I saw what he did and I knew that that wasn't good or whatever. So I know not to be that way. So you went to prison. Did he, uh, did he talk? But I mean, it's not like I learned those lessons right away. You know what I'm saying? But like, and as I look back and I ponder and, and I consider all those things, you know, like I learned through those experiences. There was a a video I wanted to check out last night. Thinking of you, it was called 10 unwritten rules in prison. Unwritten. <laughs> I have not looked at it yet, so don't spoil it for me. But uh, obviously, one is don't look, don't look, don't pick up the soap. Don't bend over to pick up the soap. Uh, right. Where was this? Where, on where was it? On YouTube. Is it, oh. so, so it's a video. Yeah. Okay, then it's still unwritten. I was just checking because if it's like it's spoken now, but it's probably right. transcribed and yeah, there's probably subtitles, so it is kind of written. Right. Speaking of prison, uh, well, no, Andy's never been to prison that I know of, uh, but possibly. Anyway, the man of the hour is here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Bill Murray. <laughs> oh, good morning, Andy. What, do we have any issues? Where is he at? He can't hear us. I Andy. don't see him. Andy! Hey. Oh, uh, how are you? Good morning. Thanks for getting up early. Whoa. Where, where the hell are you? Looks like you're in a bar. Oh, he can't hear. Yeah, damn it, I can't hear. It's It's probably his bedroom, which is great. I love that his bedroom probably looks like a bar. That's fucking awesome. I don't care. Damn it, I can't hear. I can hear my... It's probably his bedroom, which is great. I love that... That's that's quite the delay. We got echoes. No, my bedroom's stranded. uh, Yeah, we're... Issues with Andy. We're having some issues with Andy. That's quite the delay. Yeah, there's definitely a delay and an echo. Oh, Will, you're muted. Well, you're I'm muted. muted. You're muted. Am I muted? You're muted. No, you're not. No, you're not muted. 
God, you see, and then I gotta, you know. No, we're just fucking with you because we're trying to kill some time while Andy gets yeah, no, his, I get uh, issues sorted. It's out. an easy thing to do. I know. All right, so uh, that was, was blasphemy. Uh, oh yeah, we didn't even get tried, to no, that. No, no, no. Okay. Oh, I got right. It. Well, you start off with uh, just uh, a bump for the Lord. That's blasphemy right away. That no, that that, you think that, that the Lord is an alcoholic. That, no, no, no. This way, you gotta you gotta understand that when you're listening to the Lord, it's good to have a little liquor in your system because it opens up your heart, it warms your heart a little bit, it it softens you. For the message, the, so I, I definitely agree with that. With that little bump for the Lord, that was the bump was for the Lord, not for him. It is. It's, it's, yeah, it's, but it's so that he can better tribute. receive the message the Lord is sending. It's a tribute. That's right. Well, I take That's mine, right. I give him his. <laughs> well, and he doesn't need it. That's oh, blasphemy. <laughs> Listen, you've never, Maybe. you've never heard a message from the Lord, and it just. Made you just nice and warm right here, like a good stiff shot. Uh, you know, Ian Lord, the keyboard player for Deep Purple. Yes, I've heard that and I felt that. Anyway, uh, I Lord, and Andy's still struggling with this uh, his thing over there. Hey, Carl, did you see uh, o o Oasis playing in a pub uh, acoustically last night in your neighborhood? What do you mean? They were uh, not uh, Oasis. I'm sorry, Green Day. Uh, went, set oh up yeah, a, yeah. They they've done a couple of surprise shows recently. I think they did one in London and one in. Uh, I think he just turned up at the Hundred Club last week or a few months ago, and then there was something else the other day, right? They just crash in a pub with like acoustic guitars and going in and playing. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, it's totally great. I don't know why I said Oasis because I've been thinking because no wolf. Just to see, been, it's just to see if phones in their faces, though, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oasis and Green Day actually play very similar styles of music. Yeah. Do they? Oh yeah. Do, I can't tell. I can't tell them apart. I, I mean, I, I'm not really familiar Andy, with them. Can you hear us yet? So no. Yeah. All right. How are you? Good to see you. Thanks for getting yeah. up early. Yeah. Now he's locked. <laughs> Yeah, now he's so beautifully. It started Man. so beautifully. Yeah. <laughs> You're there? Can you hear us? Listen, what would episode 500 be without technical difficulties? No, definitely. And if you know anything, <laughs> you guys, uh, I don't know if you know about issues with Andy, but it got its name. This The podcast got its name just because of stuff like this. Uh, connection issues for Andy. It, right. We're having right. issues with Andy. Oh, yeah, it's all hey, he's waving again. Hey, he's... Now, Andy, where are you? It looks like you're in a bar. No, I'm in my, uh, this is my man cave, but it's outdoors. Wow. Nice. An outdoor man. So it's got to be fucking cold as hell, right? You're well, look at right the now. guy. He's wearing fucking a coat and a hat. Yeah, yeah he's it's, bundled it's up. It's cold. I mean, it'll, you know. Somebody no, get Will Amira. There's nothing. <laughs> 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 it's cold here, too. It's like 50 degrees in this house, bro. Yeah, yeah no, it's cold as fuck in New York right now. It's like 30. It's not freezing. It's 33. But it's getting close, you know, a little frost on a pumpkin. Uh, anyway, Andy, what's new with you, man? Um, uh, you were in Austin for a week doing the yeah. show down there. And did you do some stand-up while you were I there? Did, I did do uh, a few sets, three, or three, I think. One, two. Uh, yeah, anyway, I did stand-up. I stood up. 
and I talked into a mic and people didn't yeah it worked out all right oh wow, very cool i'm not i'm not on a comeback tour yet but uh i'm uh piecing it together that i can uh do that shit now speaking of comeback tours i wanted to mention that you were the very first guest on this program and at that time you had cancer but mm-hmm. didn't know it yet Woo, you, really, you, yeah. you were just coming off of the Farrell's gig where you were puking behind a dumpster or something. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, ironically, that was called uh, Roscoe's in Eugene was, or no, that was in Portland. And then I just did a Roscoe's so, uh, in, in Austin. So it's like the Roscoe's could have been the worst gig to die on. <laughs> and it was like a you know, shitty turnout. I did sell a shirt or two to a stripper. Uh, it was connected to a strip club, and uh, as I uh, blacked out after a couple of shots, and I was coming to on the sidewalk, and I looked up, and there's one of the strippers who bought my shirt, and she was like, "Are you all right?" And uh, and I said, "Yeah, I'm fine. I didn't." Uh, Little did you know you weren't yeah, fine. Not really fine. Right. Yeah. Full of cancer. <laughs> Unable to you know do a moderate a modest amount of drinking before a show. Right. So uh, you've been through a whole lot in the last couple of years. Do you feel like uh, that's all you feel like it's all in the past or is it like no, uh, fuck no. I, I just feel like it's uh, looming. The guy that my uh, oncologist this last time he came in and he, he was I just did a scan. So I got cleared. But he goes, uh, well, there's a dark cloud. Uh, and, and then I kept waiting for him to make more of that. But it's just that he, whatever he sees is a dark cloud that that's how it looks to him it's not cancer but it's like could be just you in might society. As well said, tick yeah so tick 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 you know there's this dark cloud but right. oh by the way you passed your you don't have cancer right now but it's like you just said there's a dark cloud you sure he wasn't looking over your head like, like yeah. a dark cloud following you around maybe so but uh, yeah so i'm uh, each time that comes up there's different i mean i've had two of them and each time i'm sure i had cancer so it's like kind of Maybe I don't have the right mindset for going forward positively. I mean, yeah, that's got to be the toughest part. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I'm sorry. A- Andy, uh, I'm probably the only person here who actually doesn't know you. Hey, Dr. Joe. And you're muted. You're muted. <laughs> who, me? No, Rev. No. Rev, you just muted yourself or something. Your lips are moving and we can't hear you. That's not good, though. Santa this Claus. is one of the best sermons he's ever delivered. Not only a Santa Claus racist, apparently, Mind Dog can mute the. <laughs> <laughs> no, you muted, Rev. You, you're muted. I'm telling you. you, you they got an X on your microphone. I didn't do it. Maybe Willie did it. God communicates differently. Well, uh, just a, a spoiler alert: the Rev is not a real Rev. He's... Oh, where do you? How do you get a caller if he's not? It's his business card turned around. He's also just doing blackface. Yeah, he's not even really black. He's, he's a white guy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's not, that's not a full black. That's it is. That. Well, <laughs> Jesus. And now he just totally disappeared. Oh, he just fixed something, just, I guess. He's just Robert Downey Jr. over there. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. what I've heard. So uh, about a, two months ago. Oh, my God. Probably the highlight of your career, you got to meet Carl, Carl Mann in person. Did. Yeah, me and Carl, not only did I get a meet and greet with him, <laughs> wow. we, hung out, we hung out and wandered yeah. around, smoked weed, I think. 
Yeah. Wow, Carl smoked weed. I know. Um, I, I was. Uh, it's actually was part of my. Uh, that's what I do. I'm a. I'm a. Fuck. What are they even? Border Patrol. Uh, so I get them into the country. Let them all think it's all cool. Freedom's all for everybody. And then he smokes weed. I got him on camera. He's not coming back. Yeah, it's a lot. Of, uh, I, had, I, I had a. I had more weed in three days in Arizona than in the last three years. But it was fun. Well, you had a lot fun. of weed. You had a lot of weed. Uh, well, not a lot, but a lot for you with me in Manhattan, walking around Manhattan there, uh, smoking pre-rolls of uh, what was that? That was like moon rocks. Oh, moon rocks. oh my god, the yeah. moon rocks, dude. That's some heavy shit, bro. That's yeah. like god, that's man. like. What was the percentage on it? It had to be uh, in the fifties. Who remembers? <laughs> it was almost a year. I bet you ago. that's like probably fifty-six, fifty-eight percent. That moon rock shit. Oh my god, right. he's doing, he's like, doing voodoo. Were you were you super impressed with uh, Carl's height? He was like he's like six nine, right? In no, he's he's no. Uh, it's hard to gauge his height because of the weight. <laughs> well, the gut, well, the, I stoop as well. I stoop because and then the and gut I hangs. Stoop. I'm and guessing he's between five eleven oh and six three. You're just gonna be a hunchback in twenty years. You're just gonna be. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if you guys are even aware, but I sent uh, uh, Patrick Fitzgerald, uh, the Irish uh, heckler. That was my doing. I actually sent that guy. It was part of. Uh, well, he he was um, the next day when I saw him. He didn't have the Irish accent. I think he's in the CIA. He was very strange. Yeah, no, he was a he was a plan. I sent him. He won that trip uh, on Mind Dog TV. Uh, oh, no, another fake competition. To go heckle Carl in Bisbee, Arizona. Uh, oh, that's I don't right. want to lose the ugly contest. I hear the uh, penalty is. <laughs> <laughs> so imposed penalty of losing my dog's ugly contest. Yeah. Uh, Jess says she she loves your background. She feels at home. Well, that seems like a bar, though. Not, Mine, you don't it live is in a TGI bar. TGI Friday. I got I got Gary Busey and Trump with the Trump sticker on it. Wow. Which, uh, that's a unique. Uh, Do you yeah, follow Gary is, Busey on uh, Twitter? Yeah, there, he's or? having a rough go of it, man. Wow. Like when when I met Gary, he was clear-eyed. Well, not clear-eyed, but he he sort of made sense. And now I see him, and he's he get hitting and run. Man, he gave me advice, and I would like to give him advice on how to elude. <laughs> it's like he hits a car, and then he just drives oblivious up the road, and then she's like, "Hey, you hit my car," and he's like, nah, nah, nah. "It's like that's when you know you bang a quick right, you know." <laughs> She says, oh, it looked like Gary Busey, but I don't know. That fucking car was out of there in a minute. But what's brain damage, what's right, brain damage right. Gary do after hitting a car and driving off? He parks at a restaurant, and she pulls up beside him and berates him and shit. I'm like, you know, you told me not to cut in line, Gary, so I feel like I owe you this. It's like, don't stop at that restaurant. You know, fake like you're stopping at the restaurant. Uh, do a quick, you know, misdirect and get the fuck out of there because you, you just committed a felony another one jerking off on the bench bummer Whoa. that's gonna come back to haunt you yeah yeah he's got uh, i don't know if you've seen the butter sausage uh video that he put out <laughs> dude it's funny it's like, let's talk about buttered sausage yeah <laughs> i got i never had it <laughs> it's like cool. what the hell it's cool what's it what's, what's it for what's it he seems so like uh, like a, he has a kid's naive naive yeah, creativity, but uh, I think it's because he got brain damage and he just for you know so like you can give him a cinnamon roll and he's like oh, I've never seen one of these holy shit 
<clears throat> you just yeah, so you there's, there's absolutely zero chance that he remembers telling you not to cut in line. Did you unmute the Reverend? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I'm working or not. I was, yeah, you're working. Oh, you want, okay. 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 Go ahead. You want to finish your thought from before? You were saying hello to Andrew, Andy and introducing uh, yourself. Uh, yeah, I was just saying that I'm, I'm probably I may be the only person who doesn't know who you are, and I don't apologize. I have a, a life of my own, but yeah. uh, I did try to research you on the, the Wikipedias, <laughs> and uh, I was just wondering, have you ever read your own Wikipedia? Mm. Uh, years ago, I think. I don't even know who put it out. But I, I read it years said. ago, and it seemed accurate enough. I was about to ask you that if you want to add or change. I, I didn't Probably. Know. I mean, you know, I don't. I try not to even get involved with that uh, world of like googling myself. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, I would that, never... that can be sad when people Google themselves. Oh, I, just yeah. you, I just wanted you. I just wanted you wiki yourself. No, I, I, uh, I want to do the, well, I don't want to because it'll be depressing, but it's like sometimes when it says, uh, do you want to know my net worth? Or, you know, you can look up a person's net worth, and I'm like trying to find right. money to get weed. It's never I'm real. I'm pretty sure it's about uh, $20 right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I should look up my net worth just to see what people think I'm worth. R right. I think it, you yeah. know, like my real estate or the real the house I'm living in or something, I might be worth more than $20, but I don't. You know, yeah, I generally dare identity thieves to steal my identity because, like, you, 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 whatever you're going to do, it's going to improve my credit. I promise yeah. you. <laughs> well, I, this is I funny. This, this is a uh, credit card. I, I, I wait to, you know, it's like, oh, oh, you know, that one doesn't work. You know, I can imagine being an identity thief and, you know, having that. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. Oh, right. Uh, what name was that card under? Uh, what it says on Wiki Wikipedia about you says, Andrews is one of the original members of Doug Stanhope's uh, comedy group known as the Unbookables. Other members of the Unbookables include Sean Rouse, Henry Dead. Phillips, Otto Dead. and George, uh, Tom Rhodes, Augie Dead. Smith, Lynn Showcroft, Neil Hamburger, <laughs> Travis Lifke, Brad Malls, Joey Diaz, uh, Christine, Christine Levine, uh, Brett Erickson. Wow. No James yeah. Inman. <laughs> wow, that's funny. Well, I was going to say right? maybe uh, maybe it sounds like Inman would have written that to bring up the Unbookables again, but if he didn't put no, himself Inman first, put, him, he he didn't right. put himself in there. <laughs> yeah, whoever did it is an anti-James Inman, and uh, most of those folks would. I mean, there was no comedy troupe yeah. right away. It was just yeah. like a, being labeled an asshole. Yeah. So <laughs> labeled an asshole uh, with Travis Levine. Uh, and a few of those names on there. Uh, yeah, Joey Diaz was never an un no, unbookable. No, he would call us a bunch of hippie assholes or something. Yeah. And he'd be right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't see I don't see Diaz fitting in with that group at all. Uh, We've got, uh, there's, two, what, two cancers and three dead out of that list? Oh. Yeah, there wasn't as many dead. Uh, there was a uh, guy who's not named there that was kind of... Uh, I never met him. I can't think of his name. But uh, the, if you ever watch the Unbookables, there's at the cre in credits there's a song "Anarchy in the Midwest," right? And he wrote that with another guy, and uh, he was a comic, and he was the best Unbookable of all of us because before he even was labeled an Unbookable, he got uh, I guess he had a series of mishaps with law enforcement, as you do, <laughs> and uh, and this this night he had got pulled over and he decided he just didn't want to participate in the legal process anymore, so he ran away from the cop, uh, you know, just taking a jog as you do, and uh, leaped over uh, a guard, 
like a overpass thing and, and then <laughs> sailed like an unbookable uh <laughs> you know and he was never booked again but he, he was. <laughs> i'd like to think that's what we are is unbookable it has nothing to do with comedy it's like if if push comes to shove i'm running from the cops <laughs> you know that's interesting you said that i remember uh when i first moved to sioux falls i was working at this taco john's and i was the drive-through guy and we had these hanging heat lamps uh for the like near the drive-through for orders like as they were ready you, are you playing Olympic football? What no, the hell is that? Yeah, it's, it's, is that, it's, is that, is that my time? Is that my time? Yeah. yeah. It, are you putting a timer on me telling yeah, a story now? Is that what's happening? It's funny. It's no, just his music coming up, man. Because I, I was did. thinking of you as a Taco Bell guy and somebody coming up to place their order, and you'd be like, well, uh, like, like you know, you can play. You know what I mean? You can place this order. Hey, but, uh, actually, so hey, so being, being it was Taco John's, I was working at Taco John's, um, and the I, that's how I got on the radio was doing the drive through at Taco John's. There was a guy for Augustana College came through and heard me on the speaker box and came up to the window. When he came up to the window, he's like, hey, man, have you ever have you ever thought about doing radio? And I was like, I would love to. And that's how I started. I did a, for like six months. I did like a jazz and blues show on Monday afternoons. Did you talk? For, I, I mean a little bit, but no. Not you, usually I would. You know what? You know what? I don't I'm, think. I'm gonna think talking a maybe instead bit of being deaf, I should be mute. Is that what it is? Is that what we need to have happen? I'm wondering if that 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 guy just goes around to to drive up windows and stuff like it's some, you know, and just put him in just, just fucking yeah. people give him hope. You got a nice voice. And then there's uh, no want, there's no real salsa? number. Do you want there, salsa with yeah. that? You know, you have the sexiest voice I've ever heard. You could yeah, be a star, he, baby. He, he, <laughs> he drives over to Gallaudet College and says, "You have a sexy voice." They go, "Thank you, thank you, thank you." Well, let, let's All just love. I tell you. Let's just take a second here to sample Willie's voice just a little bit. I'm not going to play this whole thing. I'm just going to give you 10 seconds of it. But Is this the 20-minute cut or the extended version? Yeah, he's, Welcome he's, he's, he's small to thing. a better way to buy wine. He hasn't seen this yet. Nakedwines.com. And he still hasn't. <laughs> right. He did a three-minute commercial talking like uh, he totally gayed this program up. I mean, it was it was pretty gay to start with. I'll admit. That. <laughs> Listen, okay, I told you what I was going for. I like I wanted to make an ad that was like if you put it in the middle of the ads during Up All Night with Ron Desheer on USA Network back in like the mid. That's not. This is more like a Richard Up All Night with Richard Simmons. Uh, Oh, you're muted. You really are muted. You are muted. I'm not kidding. You're muted. Uh, two Mexi fries, a burrito, crisp. <laughs> you, you unmuted yourself and muted yourself again. There you go. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely what the guy at Taco Bell heard and well, he said, uh, <laughs> this guy... No. I had a I had an upsell actually so what it was is I had an upsell thing at the time that was really just outlandish and that's what that's what hooked him. Okay. Just just think I'll give it to you if you want. I still remember. No, it. no thanks. No, Do you thanks. ever think if you would have stayed at Taco of course John, not. you might be the manager or CEO of it by now? Yeah. And <laughs> the radio. 
<laughs> we should go back to that Taco John's and shoot the place up, man. Well, the district manager of Taco John's, uh, Ted Miller, he told me I'll never work at another Taco John's again. So I mean, and he's well, still he's time, still in charge of that region. I'm pretty sure. There's a, we got Taco Time. I think it's out here in Eugene. So you could come work out here. We got Taco Bell, and that's it. We, I've never heard of any of these Taco Joe, Taco Don. Taco, Taco Time was a it was a company in Eugene that went head to head with Taco Bell for a while, and they wow. still make. Just as decent as shit. Wow. Yeah, Taco John's is pretty good. Their potato olays are amazing, and they're—I mean, dude—they're in a bunch of states. They got to be in at least us. eight or nine different states. I bet. The just Taco stick John's. with the Mexi fries. He's upselling. Uh, I, I miss Jack in the Box. <laughs> we used to have a Jack in the Box. Oh, I love Jack in the Box. Taco Bell. Now, that was like the—that was the best place to eat at one in the morning back in the day. Or yeah, send yeah. the SWAT team, which is our story. I will tell on another date. And with uh, the title like Jack in the Box, you just won't, you know, you 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 have to have at least decent food. Otherwise, <laughs> it's just over. That's just really one of the worst named franchises ever. Yeah. Well, with, it, it there was, wasn't a second meeting or somebody had too much power and they said, I want to name it Jack in the Box. And like, well, Bob, you know, there is a, well, never mind. Let's just call it Jack in the Box. It won't, you know. Yeah. It was different times, man. It's hard to relate to what people w were thinking back in those yeah. days. They anyway. didn't realize they were directly advertising to the Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> there's young men working there. It's called Jack in the Box, and they're fucking leave church, and there's a big line of cars and honking and shit. Yeah. You see, uh, if you want to dip dip a little bit into the politics stuff, did you see uh, Tim Tim uh, got his uh, his fake girlfriend didn't, didn't fly, yeah. and so he dropped out of the race. He tried to, you know, people think I'm gay, so he he hired a girl to come on stage with him. That was cool. I mean, that was like a. You know, I wasn't. He. That's when he first uh, jumped on on my radar as a potential candidate. So, you know, he's doing the right thing. Did he would hire a hooker to be his girlfriend? Actually, no. He hired actress. some Canadian actress or something. She to, didn't to... look like she. You know, you can kind of tell when a girl's a, a, a pro. You know, does it professionally. She yeah. had a glimmer. You know, she didn't know uh, anything about it. It was like an acting gig, probably. Right. And now all of a sudden, he he remembered that he's black. Because he what? was, well, he was basically in his uh, saying that he was he was dropping out of the race. He's saying it's uh, they they're trying to say I'm gay because they can't say I'm black. Well, uh, yes, they can. They could say yeah, they black. can. They say it all the time. They say he's the only black Republican <laughs> senator. They it's like that's the first thing they said. They said it before they say his name. They, they, they go like mm -hmm. this black guy you're about to see here. Mm -hmm. He's the Republican candidate. They that's <laughs> yeah. He so should basically. Have he should almost had a sweat, like a just a R, like a big, like Laverne and Shirley. You know, he has to wear an R because, like, come on, you're not really a Republican, are you? You, know, <laughs> well, it's you South... talk like a Republican and you laugh, but come on, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> South Carolina is a whole different. It, 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 yeah, I, I think uh, Mike Pence and Tim Scott should uh, do a tour where they just go around and fuck each other. The dropouts. Yeah, the dropouts, and they go, and they're like, oh, are they going to give a speech, or do they do music? No, I don't know what they do. They're the, they're the dropouts, and then you get in there, and they just cornhole and sucking each other off and stuff. And they're fucking, they're I think outfits. you're getting that tour mixed up with the Tim Scott, Lindsey Graham, South Carolina <laughs> I, tour. Yeah, Lindsey's holding the, the camera all shaky when yeah. you get into the scene. Yeah, this, uh, the, the, that's almost, well, we're uh, updating the Lemon Party. 
We're, we're going to try. I've actually looked into getting Will some press credentials so he could go to some of these guys and ask them, like, r- ridiculous questions. He could be oh, all stuttering John. Oh, Not yeah, st- that, rambling, yes. rambling Will. Is I'm, I'm, dude, I, yes. Yeah, what, bumbling, yeah, whatever, whatever you want to call it. I'm, I'm down. I'm down. I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, because, you know, I've, I've always, uh, I've always been interested in just uh, bothering society. Right. Uh, so, yeah, let's do that on a professional level. You know what I mean? Yeah, let's, let's I would do, done. I mean, there are the people who, there's some people who do it really well. But uh, there's a lot of people who don't, and it's like, man, if you get within earshot, could you imagine uh, uh, Ron DeSanctimonious, to borrow from uh, the orange guy, uh, and his family being on bumper cars, and you're at the fair, and you know, you're you, everybody's pushed back, and you're just there, and he's stuck in them bumper cars for fucking ten minutes, and nobody said anything hilarious. <laughs> You know, I'd be like, I'd have a camera, and I would be like one after another, you know, right. bong, you know, okay, <laughs> right. work. hey, your wife, so, you know, or whatever, until yeah. you got like two or three, you know, but it's just uh, the people who get in there, and they like get all shaky, and then they, you know, but it's like, just ask the fucking question that's going to make them pissed off them, you know, right off right. the bat. Right, right. <laughs> you know, have you seen these videos of um, guys that are like standing behind the golf tees? And just fucking giving burn after burn to people teeing up to for their golf shot. No, those are some fucking great videos. I love watching I, that shit. I used to commute uh, to college, believe it or not, uh, from one shitty town to another. But I would drive on the freeway, and there was a, a, a golf course, and there's one hole that tees up right by the freeway. So every day on the way to work or on the way to school, I would blast somebody on their backswing. And yeah. Would slow down, speed up, <laughs> pull off to the side for a minute. <laughs> yeah, now so they could really, you know, continue to yell at you and be mad, and yeah, you know, just you know, yeah. Golf was so, becoming good. more and more unstable. I don't know if you've seen the video; it was more viral for a bit, where the guy was ripping his shirt, off, telling people get off here. He rips his shirt off, and he's like trying to like be all like buff or whatever, but he wasn't really buff. But he was oh, right. doing. Yeah, uh, but golfers are getting, uh, I thought, all of society, everybody's getting more crazy. Oh, yeah, we're going crazy, dude. Which is, by the, by the way, that's why everybody's partying their asses off. Yeah. Because, like, eat, drink, and be merry because tomorrow we die. You know what I mean? Like, the, the fucking world's turning into a shit show. So people are just saying, fuck it, we might as well party this money up. Who cares about fucking groceries writing, and rent? I started writing fucking... my name on my, uh, in ink on my hand before going to bed. Just in case <laughs> slide. Yeah, yeah, that's all okay. There's a hand here. That's that guy who lived down the hill there, or up the hill. I'm going to take a cue from that, but I'm going to write somebody else's name so they fuck it. When they find me dead, they'll, they'll just attribute it to somebody else. So that would be. I'll write Call Man on my hand. Call Man Manchester. I like it. And then they'll say, How did he get back in the country? He was yeah, Ill- illegal. Arizona, and Agent Ann was shutting down. Yeah. He shouldn't be here. Yeah. Your point about uh, people being out partying because they eat, drink, and be merry. I get that. You know, that could definitely be part of it. But it definitely runs counter to this whole thing about how fucked up times are. And everybody's everybody's out partying and having a good time, from what I can see. And I know not everybody lives my life and and is in that industry. But when you're out in a small town and everything on the on the in the area is party, you know, party city on a Sunday afternoon, you got to think 
there's a disconnect here from the people yeah. who are just complaining about oh, how yeah. bad if you are. if you even dive into any of it or if you go deep on it like to say one aspect of it the climate just the watching the climate uh disasters uh, I've, I've talked to a bunch of people who are like what happened in alcapoco it's like ah never mind uh, <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. it's too late uh, uh flintstone went there and got hooked up with some jewel thieves and uh, got a fake mustache and was el terrifico oh also uh, a hurricane developed in, in a matter of hours and uh, fucking blasted people out of their rich towers and shit but yeah. it's just uh, just that you know just just get up in the morning and, and soak in four or five towns being flooded and stuff and then you you look at your micro dosing it's like eh this isn't the time for micro dosing anymore <laughs> this is the time to just take what you can uh, I, I, somebody gave us some lsd in uh in austin and uh, we did a dose and I was like you know i've been watching the news and stuff i, I think we better take another dose and that wow. a bad decision but it, it just seems like uh if you pay any attention whatsoever and you've got any kind of escape or uh something you know and i'm not saying necessarily drugs or whatever but if you can get the fuck out and go up in the mountains or something it, i don't think we can put off a lot of uh, the good times anymore yeah now when you did uh, lsd did, did it last 22 out did the trip last 22 hours when you took least. lsd left? Yeah, I mean it was it was a long one. Uh, I, don't, yeah, I, I noticed that's... when the uh, pass uh, the passenger in the front of the uh, uh, Uber, she was this beautiful black woman, and she was smiling reassuredly that we were okay. And when she dissipated, I was like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, it's never good when the one who told you you're gonna be okay disappears. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know why she was even with the, the driver. She was really too cool to be with her, so that was bugging me. I was like, "Wow, what's this beautiful angelical and this, wow. this chick?" And she's hitting these overpasses like a hundred miles an hour. It seemed like, and we're just like, "Okay, yeah." <laughs> uh, that's the thing I always hated about LSD. It just goes on too long past the time that you were ready to get off the the ride. It just and then keeps something going. like seventeen hours into it can be a bummer. Yeah, yeah. And then it wipes out, you know, everything else. And then it, be yeah, it becomes a bad trip because of the last hour or two of it. Um, last week we had Vanessa Hollingshead on the program. Her father gave Timothy Leary his first hit of LSD. Wow. Uh, but she told when she was eight years old and they left the sugar cubes full of LSD on the table. She ate nine of them. An eight-year-old kid wow. eating nine hits of acid tripping her brains off, and they didn't know what to do about it, so they I mean, pumped, yeah, her, I, pumped her up full of Thorazine on top of <laughs> Eight years old. I, I mean, just imagine. I mean, I know as, as an adult, I couldn't stand nine hits of acid, and then being pumped up with Thorazine on top of that. Well, I understand that being the answer, though, because, like, isn't the, like, effect of Thorazine to, like, close off the receptors? It's to make you know you what I mean, zombie. and so like that's uh, that's honestly probably the best thing they could have done, is fucking shut down all the receptors that the acid was activating. Wonder uh, what uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, if there was any science to what Dahmer was doing, was he using Thorazine in his mix? I think trying to make I think something like that. I don't know if it was Thorazine, but yeah. Have any of you guys ever experienced Thorazine? Yeah, I've been on. I've had been on in a number of. I prescribed it? it for a time. Yeah, wow. bro, bro. Wait. I've I've been in a mental institution like eleven times. Wow. 
Oh, I, like on top of going to prison for ten years. You know what I mean? And like I've been oh, to treatment I, I in, like I, seven I times. Been, I was in three times, but I was doing volunteer work. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean as a patient. I'm surprised your paths haven't crossed before. <laughs> uh, I, I have uh, some narrow escapes from the, the one time they actually thought I was a patient and I, I had trouble getting out. Right. I could see that. Oh, I, yeah, I, I do want to clarify that most of those times I was self-admitted, so it's not like it's not like I get sent to the loony bin. Like I go check in because I get out of whack or whatever, you know, and uh, and I gotta figure things out. It, it doesn't help. Uh, okay, that Andy. Now, my understanding is that like 13 or 14, maybe 75 years ago, they started working on a movie about your life. Uh, mm -hmm. Is there anything still going on? Is there at what stage is Paul, it? Paul Provenza is the slowest yeah, editor ever, who ever lived. That's the guy. Yeah, I've seen. It's ready though, right? I mean, I've seen a, 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 a what seemed like a finished draft or finish, you know, and uh, he still has. Finish as in you're dead at the end. Finish yeah. as in you're dead at the end, or <laughs> well, that's what it, when I got cancer, I called Stanhope because me and my daughter were kind of bummed out, you know. Just uh, we had the news, and I'm driving around, and I called up Stanhope, and I go, "Ha ha, I have cancer, and you don't." Uh, just to you know, try to lighten the mood. But then I called Provenza, and I go, "Hey, Paul, uh, is Andy? Uh, hey, I got uh, some bad news. I got pancreatic cancer, and I don't think I'm going to be around very long." He goes, oh, and he's all bummed out, you know. And I go, no, I'm not telling you as a friend. I'm telling you as a filmmaker. I've got an ending for <laughs> uh, You know, a perfect ending. Uh, I mean, you know, or it could have been. And uh, and he didn't even come down and do that. So yeah. I think, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, uh, I've gone back and forth on what, uh, over the years on it. It started like 11 years ago with this, uh, you know, revenge. And uh, really the best. Part of it was the revenge, turning it into a project, and then it, it, and then it's like a project. People were like, "Was it ever going to come out or whatever?" That kind of all just is in background to me uh, uh, now because just the re you know I didn't realize it at the time, but I was only mainly just doing it just purely to fuck a guy over, and I think I did that. Um, but the movie will be out. I think, you know, I'm waiting for Paul to call and say, okay, we, we shot that green room. We did an update to things recently. That's the end and it's all ready to go. And, yeah. uh, but I don't know if it'll ever happen. The problem <laughs> I have with it is we don't want to wait till the guy's dead. You want to come out. Well, no, I want to go out. That, that's my plan is to, well, it comes out and then get some press out in, in, uh, in that neighborhood, West Palm beach. Uh, you know, hey, one of the one of the pedophiles in the community is going to be outed, or you know, and then of course everybody's going to be curious as to which one is it? It's you know, could be anybody. You know, how can we live like this? And you got to have a red carpet type of thing, right. and then you'll get you know Doug and Andy Letterman and a few friends to you know, and we'll have a big comedy show. And that guy said, yeah, if he's dead, it'll be yeah. So we have to do it. Uh, yeah. Now, is there a way to let's say have a preemptive funeral? You know, so you actually can direct it, um, his funeral, and then put and then put that in the film, so you can actually have an ending to the film that you're happy with, and yet you can still see the film. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm. You know, at this point, we're we're. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, you know, the thing uh, is, with uh, I mean, I could get. Uh, 
I don't know. I just it doesn't matter to me anymore. As I mean, you know, as far as okay, you know, like I was thinking, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll go do. You know, maybe I'll get a bump in popularity. Maybe I'll get a few more clicks. Maybe it's like, you know, the the further I am into cancer uh, life or whatever, the the more I realized really nothing doesn't matter. matters that much. I mean, it does, and it would be cool. But if it doesn't happen at the same time, you just lay down your pencil and you're done. You know, expecting to die can definitely uh, change your outlook on life. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, my blood pressure has never been better. Yeah. <laughs> you don't care like, about shit, right? Yeah. Yeah, the, one, the of... one thing that they thought would kill you was like, oh, no, my blood pressure's fine. I, I used to have high blood pressure. <laughs> I used to have high blood pressure, but the cancer cured it. Yeah, cancer ate away that uh, the fear of dying or whatever. But uh, it's that's what I'm uh, that's what I'm learning to deal with now with the cancer. Is like uh, I was ready to you know I mean it took a minute, but once you get into it, it's like all right, well, what am I gonna do? You know, people are gonna remember me. My Wikipedia page is all out of whack. <laughs> your Wikipedia uh, page doesn't. Well, one you know. good thing is Inman has not invaded your wikipedia page like he right. had your it's home like a, a gene hackman <laughs> in the unforgiven you know you can't shoot me now my wikipedia page is all wrong oh my god <laughs> dude that's, that's my favorite western Unforgiven. Yeah. that's a great movie yeah definitely yeah. perfect uh, so, so i didn't i didn't realize you were uh I didn't realize you were molested in West Palm Beach. Is that the kind of neighborhood where someone no, moves in that doesn't fuck kids and no, neighbors talk? He, that was in L.A., right? He moved no, I to got one. molested in, uh, in, in, uh, in Silicon Valley before tech even was a thing. Before it was trendy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, before it was Mendel trendy. Park uh, was where I got unripened or whatever. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then that's when I, uh, when I confronted that pedophile in Florida. And then the, uh, he brought a cop to the scene. So uh, it was like, you know, I had, did not expect that. But uh, it was, uh, uh, oh, fuck, I forgot my point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, I have a question. Like... No, you have, you, you said you had pancreatic cancer. You, is, is it in remission? I was just curious. Because they don't call sister. I don't know. I threw away my, my last paperwork I chucked uh, before reading uh, all the <laughs> Read this you know, fucking... Part. But uh, uh, I don't. They won't call it. It's not remission. It's some other title for it. Uh, it's not. I think remission comes after a year, or three years, or something. My. Uh, uh, so yeah, I'm just. I'm. You know. That's oh, what I started to say about. Uh, it's like dying was one thing, but then it's like oh well, now I'm on the other side of it, and I, I just got cleared. You know, I don't have another scan for six months. It's like, well, I guess I got to do stuff now. Yeah. So, the, so your cancer right. campaign is, is suspended. The worst part uh, of it is people uh, stop spending, sending money for, for weed and stuff, right? So. Well, that happened, I think. I don't know. I could never. I think that was part of the pandemic. Because yeah. at the early days of this pod, uh, the podcast and stuff, people would send money and shit. And I was like, all right, man, easy street. You know, all I got to do is do what I'm doing. And people send money. And then it dr- I got cancer. And then I got a bunch of gifts or, you know, money for fight and cancer and that's unfortunately what i'm using my daughter has an account and i don't get to use it for drugs or anything well <laughs> the dog did that <clears throat> uh, i did not um uh, my, my sister but, uh, had, it just kind of dried up and then uh but it's like uh you know uh anytime i get an occasional gift now and then it's like out of the blue and it's like a surprise or oh, well, before, by the like, way oh, you're getting one from new mexico it's on the way today we wanted well, uh, i know who great. that's from Craig, yeah. who, Craig, who, bless his heart, would buy shirts even though he could never fit in them. 
you know, he's an XL at least, a double X maybe. And yeah, uh, I think I sent I sent him a triple XL. Craig, have you received anything yet? I'm very bad. But it's like you know, you get bumble, you, you you get into the T-shirt business, and you try to be inclusive. But you try packing around triple XL shirts, you know. Yeah, I I have uh, one triple XL in my two in my uh when I do T-shirts. Uh huh. And but they but they, the funny thing is the guy always says like, no, I'm a two XL. I said, no, I'm pretty sure I got what I got a shirt that'll fit you. You don't have to kill you. Like, no, I'll take the two X. And they'll yeah. put it on and stretch it out, and I'm like, okay. Are there rev t-shirts? I haven't seen any. I mean, I know we have some on uh, MindDogTV.com shop. Uh, uh, you're looking talk for amongst yourself. yourself. You're talking. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Talk amongst yeah. yourself. I mean, you don't have to talk amongst yourself. I can talk I, and walk at the same I got, time. But I, I got it out of the t. Shaley bought me out of the t-shirt business because uh, I wow. had just like three or four smalls, and Bingo was. I was had them in Bisbee, and Bingo was like, "Oh, let me buy one," and she kept buying shirts. And then Shaley bought them all, uh, so I'm out. Uh, uh, you know. What is he doing? I mean, is he reselling them? Is no. Oh yeah. Oh cool. I think. Uh, I think uh, is that. Do you have that in four XL? That's what I'd get. Like Craig I think that like, Oh, well, that's cool. Well, you're you not that, that big. XL? Come on, you're not a four XL guy, are you? Really? <laughs> uh, Craig, Craig doesn't look like. I mean, like you, when you see Carl, you go, "That's a that's a chunky foreigner." <laughs> when you see, uh, Unbelievable. <laughs> a chunky foreigner. <laughs> That's I only what? knew I only knew how fat I was when I saw the side profile from Bisbee. I was like, "Fuck!" And he just got running. Now I've yeah. injured my leg. He'd so be a good shadow, fat, you know. He could be in his shadow, and and Albuquerque wouldn't be as hot. Yeah. Now, how how much weed do you smoke? Cause I I smoke <laughs> I don't smoke as much as I used to. But people, uh, and I'm not that much older than you. But people are saying I de I'm definitely getting uh a wheeze that they can hear audibly. Do you, are you smoke enough weed to actually give you like COPD or any of that kind of stuff? Who, me? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> well, but the, yeah, are you going to tell, wow, I mean, that's a nice I don't want to do the big bad wolf story to a grandkid anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and then wouldn't that make it a better, that's that one, have you seen that ad? It's like grandpa <clears throat> trying to tell the big bad wolf and he can't breathe. It's like, yeah. make that part of, I would be like, you know, that's part of the wolf. <laughs> grandkid would be like, no, <laughs> grandpa puff. wolf, you, you know. I can't puff. I can't huff, but I can puff. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, well the wolf shouldn't have smoked so many bung hits. I don't, I, uh, yeah, no, and, and, and I'm getting all these pictures and scans and everything, and they say, your lungs look great. Uh, <laughs> all right, man. Did you ever Ooh. smoke cigarettes? No. So, I, no. Neither did, I mean, I did for like two weeks when I was a kid or something, yeah. but not really. I tried it. I mean, I have every, you know, I, I have the origin stories of a smoker. I just never really enjoyed it. Tobacco right. never I, I was on the phone with my me. brother yesterday. He said, you sound like you're wheezing. I said, I am a pot smoke, you know, and I, I really, if I do a, a joint a day, because the weed is so strong now, I mean, I, a one joint can last me all day, really. But that you smoke that shit without filters, and then you get your fucking lungs full of that fucking resin shit. Mm -hmm. Uh by the time you get to be my age, people can hear it in your in your voice. And so yeah, well, that's I, a good thing about having a short life expectancy is you can, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's like when he told me, I like five five years, whether, you know, I, I'm good or whatever, I have a five years. So I was like, I would like that in writing. <laughs> yeah. You know? 
I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm already two years in, so I was like, next year, you know, uh, start start heroin. It should be on my calendar, you know. Uh, get, you know, if, if you know you're going to die in five years and, and you could be 100% sure, but you could really fucking go out the right way. Well, well you're going to have to uh, pay the bill or he's going to give you another five no, more years. No, you just get credit. Yeah. <laughs> Credit, you fucking burn credit. You know, that done. that's been my plan since I was like old enough to understand credit and debt. Is that if I die in a ton of debt, I win. Yeah. Right? When they say somebody died penniless, it would be like fucking winner. You, <laughs> the garbage men are coming. It's Monday's Trash garbage day. day by by Andy's house. It's garbage day here. Trash man. Day. We should go out and do an interview with the trash man. Uh, <laughs> After all the no, trouble I, 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 I had with the mailman, fuck no, I don't get along with civil servants. I I remember that. Did that ever get resolved? That mailman issue? Well, he came up. The, really, the last time I saw him is he came up and uh, he had a package for me. He gave me the package and then he walked a few steps away and he turned around and like, okay, here we go. You know, two fucking alphas about to throw down. And he goes, hey, uh, are you a comedian? And uh, I go, uh, uh, well, yeah, mate. I, I go, I have been. And he goes, my son uh, uh, looked you up. And he, uh, and so then I was like, oh, okay, then. And then he goes, and then we talked about George Carlin for a second. I still didn't like the guy. <laughs> uh, we still have a, you know, a feud or whatever. But he, you know, the, and then I was like, well, he, he didn't. His kid didn't run across me. His kid Googled me. Because his old man goes, this guy's been making kind of, you know, he might be a danger or whatever. Rev, you just re-muted yourself. I know you went to unmute yourself, but you re-muted yourself. Go, you asshole. My dog was harassing me. Rev, you hear me? You just muted yourself. Okay, you want to be muted? Okay. All right. Let's just keep it, keep it disrupting this time. Yeah. Well, I think when if Andy's started running out of gifts and money, I think he gets one lie about cancer. If, you, if, you, if you've had yeah, cancer, no, you I, get to lie about it once more. Yeah. I, well, it's a, it is a good. I mean, you know, if I just said I have cancer again, I, but I think it's kind of like a. I don't know. My thinking is is sometimes those GoFundmes and stuff, especially mine. It's like people just going, well, I didn't hate the guy. I'm gonna give him a few dollars, but that's it. Yeah. He's you know he's dead to me. He's dead, and then and then I'm I lived, so and then to go hey I I, I still like gifts. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> that bail you out of cancer. I thought you were gonna die, and now you're. That mailman guy, guy definitely uh, fed the content for issues with Andy for a good six months though, or even more. So yeah, conflict is good. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I've been trying to get fights going on on this program because I realized. Um, the stuff that really goes viral or for for this kind of stuff is people arguing mm-hmm. and getting in fights. So I've been trying to get Rev and, and Willie to get into fights, but they, well, they get along. The, here's the thing about this is I, I stood my ground. I knew I was right, uh, but this guy was just, like, resistant to, like, I wanted to move my mailbox up the hill. And it was like this fucking six-month battle and shit. And then that fucking guy retired. Wow. He doesn't even, it's not even his, he was fighting a battle that wasn't even going to matter to him in a few months. How bizarre is that? I mean, 
at that point, when you're getting close to retirement, you fuck everything. You know, you dare them to fire you. Or you basically, you just don't care about the job at all. To be that fucking gung-ho when you know the end is coming and you're going to be on It was a power struggle over the dumbest shit. And yeah, yeah, totally. I'm glad I won the battle of the dumbest shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be a, a game show, a reality game show. Dumb as shit. Yeah, I think they call that Congress. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, I don't know if you noticed, Andy. I'm running for I'm running for Congress in the third district. I saw something. I, maybe it was Craig saying something about last week. They wanted to do a write-in for you. Uh, you... Oh yeah. Well, I I, I traditionally uh, have. Uh, run for uh, any position that's unopposed like there's no can write in you know it's just a write-in candidate and then I, i'll see whatever it is and then write myself in and then uh, my wife doesn't vote well why don't oh, you wait, just this uh, is illegal i can't say that i would vote twice actually uh, do what i, I did and actually run as an independent and just be on the ballot instead of being a write-in yeah well i'm afraid i'd get a get something though yeah, I don't have, you don't want to win, win, right? <laughs> no, fuck no. I would, I would want to be water commissioner just for the same reason anybody wants to be a shitty, co you know, congressman. I, I just want attention. Yeah, well, that plus, plus, I, I would take the money and get myself thrown out. I want to get on the floor of Congress and do everything you're not allowed to do to get myself thrown out. Like, you know, like have sex with the page. No. You can do that. You, they all they do all that. that. That's 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 like common business in Congress. Oh, I, I, I want to get in and curse them out and call them a bunch of fucking phonies and and basically turn over the tables of the money changers, that kind of deal, and basically call them out about who do you fucking really work for, and, uh, and you know you're not allowed to call your uh, fellow congressman a fucking idiot. So that would get me thrown out almost immediately. But I still take the you, check. You can, but you have to preface it by saying the gentle. A fucking idiot from oh, the, gent the gentle yeah. fucking idiot from West Virginia. I'd like. Yes, to yeah. You have to start, right. You have to start. You have to say the gentle in front of it. So like instead of the gentle man, the gentle woman. Yeah, but other than yes, once you put gentle in front of it, it softens the blow. Right. I can't wait for the uh, gentle woman from Colorado to take on the gentle woman from Georgia. Well, uh, I would like Marjorie the gentle woman from Colorado to take take on my cock. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think she'd get a lot of votes if you could, if everybody, every male voter in her district could sit next to her in a theater for just a minute and get their dick tugged and grab her tits and go, well, that's more than any other politicians ever let me do to them. Yeah, well. Yeah, usually the politicians are fucking us. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, but that, that guy, it looked like the first time he ever really touched a tit. Like he was trying to turn knobs on a fucking old-time radio or something. He was just who yeah. the, the, the sad yeah, part the is what he had heard. See, the thing is, he had touched tits before, but they were always on Democratic women, and he had believed the myth that Republican women were somehow different than Democratic women. And somebody he got punked. He got punked because yeah. somebody showed him an article from the Onion. He read it, believed it, and said, "Oh, so this is what you do to a Republican tit." That's all. Yeah. He got punked. Well, she's not hot, but she did, did look extra busty in that little thing, and she she's, does look like she'd give a serious hand. Uh, she's escort in her uh, 20s, 30s hot, you know. She's kept, she, she knows how to present her, her, 
her fucking package at its yeah. best, I guess. She yeah, she's, she's middle America strip club hot. She'll be Sarah Palin-esque looking in, in a year, you know. She's, yeah. she's like, Sarah Palin looked hot for, for a minute, but... Right. Did now what? Didn't uh, Sarah, Sarah Palin have a a bunch of uh, porn parodies done about her when she oh, was yes, running? Oh yes, yes. Neil and oh, Palin. Yeah, I, I, I remember those. Yeah. Remember the chick who looked like Ted Cruz, and I think she did porn. I don't know. I don't. I think I blocked out of out of my memory until just now. But I think there was a woman who looked like uh, Ted Cruz who who uh, may have done at least one porn. Ooh, that's pretty gross. Pretty uh, fucking yeah, it is. <laughs> I think it's funny though. I, I think it's funny. I don't think I'm gonna have lunch today because of that. Uh, is is there a Bobo uh, parody porn though? Anybody hear about any Bobo parody porn? Uh, yeah, Carl can check. I, I I have to keep my browser history fucking clean. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. I don't. I wouldn't know, but I would just imagine since there was all that, there was a ton of Sarah Palin parody porn. I would imagine there'd be some Bobert porn out there. Yeah. No. You know what the problem is? They're probably having trouble finding out because you have to par to make parody something. It have you have to make fun of it, and she doesn't leave you much room to make fun of it. Yeah. You know, that you go straight from you, to 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 do a parody of her. You go straight to absurd. No one's going to believe the premise. Right. Yeah. There's um. There's at least ten uh, deep fakes. There's uh, Lauren Bobert jerk off in destruction. Oh yeah, uh, deep video. fakes weren't around when Sarah Palin was running, right? Deep yeah. fakes weren't. No, no, yeah. Yeah. You've got those. There's probably got a deep fakes of me out there, somewhere. I'm this, sure. You, how do you know? How do I? How do we know this is? We're not all on a deep fake here. Yeah. Exactly. This, this is all deep fake. Thinking in the uh, on the uh, LSD is like the reason why I know I'm not a deep fake because I have a honey do list, and I don't think a deep fake would go that realistic to have a honey do list. Now, so, I want to talk to you about Honeydew because she ruined a, a perfectly good watermelon for a three-second gag about Gallagher. That, what, what's the deal with that? Who, uh, Him, Rev. He ruined first of all, Gallagher, did, Gallagher had died, and, and, and I was doing a tribute. And so the only thing I did was I squashed a watermelon and said... A uh, good watermelon. Well, well yes. But actually, there were two. I had a I had a stunt double just in case that one didn't work. Okay. I, and that was the hardest part: buying two melons that were almost identical. It was like, you know, that was uh, that was, and, and explaining to them why I wanted them. Yeah. So. Wait, you, you heard of Gallagher too, haven't you? Uh, yeah. Oh, but no, but it wasn't a waste because I used the melons to feed the animals. Uh. Yeah. Uh, Gallagher's brother is doing Gallagher's act, right? Or am, yeah, am I that wrong? Was, I don't know if it's still going on, but they're, they're, they they were estranged brothers. Right. Estranged brothers, but they uh, uh, the uh, brother was doing his act, and then there was like lawsuits and shit. Well, my understanding was that when Gallagher one uh, was tired of doing the business, he sold the routine to Gallagher two. Okay. Gallagher two. Uh, well, Gallagher one wanted to get back into the business, and then and that's where it gets all kind of crazy because yeah. now that Gallagher one is dead, did Gallagher two inherit the stuff that he was paying for? It's like shit. If I had just waited, I could have got it for free. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a whole, uh, you know somebody was on the program a couple of weeks ago talking about that who knew knew Gallagher or something, uh -huh. and I never even knew that his brother took over for that. I forget which comic told me that they ran into Gallagher. Two, I think, over uh, on the road, and uh, it 
was like a couple days after the gig. And uh, I was like, oh, what are you still doing in town? He goes, oh, I, got a, I got a lot of, uh, you know, breakdown and cleaning. And it's just like, well, you know, it's not all sledgehammer and fun. You know, there's cleanup involved. And, yeah. Uh, Gallagher I would think 1 you'd... probably had a crew, but Gallagher 2's there, you know. With the yeah. Whole, uh, you know, that was part of gone. the scam. But Gallagher 1 had the, all these uh, interns or people, low-paid low people who come in and clean up after him. But they weren't part of the deal when he sold it to his brother. And then his brother had to actually do the cleanup work himself. Sledgematic is fucking hours of cleanup. Andy, you got? A, is that a new camera you have? And do you it use is. that for? Because it's, it's kind of like a trippy thing. I don't. Yeah. It's fisheye, but it's kind of trippy. It's kind of like a DMT trip. It's, it's, not that there's anything wrong with that. I, yeah, I, I smoke some DMT and. Then, yeah, it's an. It's, I want that. Now that you said that, I'm. You know, yeah, that's very cool stuff. I like it. I thought it was me. I thought it was me. No, it, well, if it was you, wouldn't it be happening on everybody else's camera too, or just they, if it's just happening on Andy's? That's a that's a pretty. Oh, I was uh, questioning did my Will, perception. Will check himself into for a twelfth time. Yeah, I think he's going back to Taco yeah. John's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> The uh, issues with Andy thing in in a club. You did that in Austin as part of altercation, right? Altercation. Yeah. How's that go? I mean, is that is, is there a packed room for that? Is it? It was, it was in like a two in the afternoon, but uh, it was fallish. Yeah. You know, most of the people that do the fest that festival are there for the evening evening hours and stuff. So we did all right, and it's I like the rhythm of the live show. You know. Yeah. It's, uh, Absolutely. I mean, I I, nice. I don't like to pre-tape anything, but uh, th that whole but doing it in front of a live crowd, it, it's got to be different than doing it just you know the four of you guys. Yeah, we had. I mean, like it was a one time. It was like I had film to show and stuff, and it was like oh, we can't do that or whatever. But you know, they had they. I was uh, Greg had a few notes and uh, just from being around me a couple of days, and uh, same with uh, Brett and uh, Chad wasn't there, but. Uh, yeah, we just rolled through, but it was the drowsy shit. Uh, I don't oh, know Chad didn't that. come. Chad didn't. No, he make was. It up. He uh, wasn't able to make it. But I, uh, a few. Well, I think it was one of our desert parties uh, before shit went bad for me. Shaylee uh, gave me a drowsy doll, which I had as a kid, and I told the story of how I threw it down over the hill onto the highway to get rid of it, and, uh, and then Shaylee gives me one a few years ago, and then I get arrested. I get cancer. My brother gets cancer. Uh, so it may have been just, a voodoo doll. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, you know. <laughs> I, I, and, and it got brought up in conversation when my daughter was here. Uh, and I go, yeah, I got my dry, I, you know, and I took, and then I brought it out and I ripped its head off trying to, so I put a skin mask on it because <laughs> it creeped me out. But I had a Ralph Wiggum's uh, blow-up doll. All right, it sounds weird, right? But I had a Ralph Wiggum's, and I had the Ralph Wiggum's mask. Away, it only right? sounds weird when you say it out loud. Right. Before you said it out loud, I was a, before you said it out loud, I was fine with it. <laughs> yeah. So I ripped the doll's head off, uh, three quarters of the way off, taking the Ralph Wiggum's mask off, and then I realized, you know, this thing has been nothing but bad luck. It's like the, that Brady Bunch episode, you know. Since I got this huh. fucking doll, I got it's a monkey's belly ball. cancer. Yeah, uh, you know, so I, uh, uh, we, we had a trip planned to go see my brother, and I decided, well, let's go by my old house in Coquille, 
and I, I wanted, and I had this scan coming up, so I'm going to find out if I have cancer, and I lost a lot of weight, so I figured probably have cancer, and I'll get rid of this doll, at least maybe I'll, you know, have a fighting chance at the end. So that's what I did, and I threw the, went back to my property, trespassed. They don't, it, it seems like they don't want people there anymore. And, uh, but I threw the doll, and I caught the, I caught a great picture of her falling down in a car coming. I was like, there we go. And, uh, and then since then, no cancer. Uh, I don't know if anything else good's happened, but no cancer. So wow. Well, you're on this show for the 500, and so that's, the I think I'd episode, say that's, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It, it, things so are looking up. Did air travel. Yeah, you're going to get a phone call, then they say, the movie's ready to be viewed. Let's watch it. Right, right, yeah. I think about like when, uh, like when I got uh, it was an early catch at cancer, and then uh, I actually somebody did tell me this. They go, "Oh, you should get a lottery ticket." It's like I don't, yeah. you know, any catch of cancer. Okay, it's it's better. It's not all over my body, but it's like, uh, oh, it's like, oh, you're fucked. But hey, great, you're not as fucked as you could be. So that's good luck. No, yes. I I was struck by lightning twice, and they were what? saying when I was in the hospital, they were saying that you know. You survived two lightning strikes. You should play the lottery. I said, don't yeah, yeah. what? Don't you think that getting struck by lightning twice and living has like used up right. all my luck? You right, think like... I'm going to be that fucking lucky? <laughs> you got one struck... more, three, right? Yeah, no, you, no, that's not and how that works. Yeah. After the, you know, and you're like uh, electricity coursing through your body, and you're looking for a pen to come up with six numbers: <laughs> six, eleven, Powerballs, Powerball. Oh shit! I was lucky that I could say Powerball after that. Uh, but man, I did want to mention something. You you kind of scared me because you said monkey paw, and I and I was looking for like a hand job for my first wife, <laughs> and, I was, and I was scared. I was like, oh, don't do that, don't do that. Uh, uh, what was that? Uh, Hitchcock or something? The monkey's paw? Uh, I don't know. You got to be old to remember that. Hitchcock. Yeah, it's a Lorraine Bobert uh, origin story. <laughs> <laughs> Trailer hitch in a cop. Uh, yeah, the monkey's paw was bad. I don't remember. It's too Here's far. A, I just had a horrible thought pop in my head as a uh, uh, porn uh, Bobert and uh, Marjorie Taylor Green porn. Oh. I was like, wouldn't that really? No, no, that's double line. They, they, yeah, that's yeah. out there. That's already out there. I'm pretty yeah. sure of it. Oh, Marjorie right. Taylor is like a Fabio impersonator or something. She would be like legit. Okay, here's the scene. You know, uh, uh, Bobert's busted, and she's got to go to prison, and she's got an attitude. <laughs> Marjorie Taylor Greene, of course, is the fucking screw. You know, she's got her nightstick, and she goes, "Oh, this sassy little bitch ain't gonna get away with shit in my Congress." And, uh, <laughs> And then no, they just go at it, calling each other fucking spit at each other, calling each other fucking bitches. And oh wait, this isn't a parody porn. This is behind the scenes speaking. Yeah, this uh, house. Uh, that's actual. Of the house. Yeah, that's yeah. It yeah. writes itself. And while yeah. that's going on, then this other, you know, oh, it's the aristocrats, and Mike got, Johnson's got a fourteen-year-old. What do you got there, Inman? Your fist is covering probably the best. Yeah, your fist is covering. AOC, I can't, I can't. Stop fisting your phone. Oh, oh, yeah, you no, can't. it has to. It has to. Oh, the channel okay. will get banned. Is oh, that Marjorie oh. and okay? So I'm yeah, be, yeah don't, don't be fisting AOC. your phone in public. What but, did you guys? Well, wouldn't see? it be the aristocrats with that? Those you know that going on just when they're choosing the speaker, and then and then the speaker, he's a guy who adopted a a, a 14 year old boy to live with him. 
as a roommate, but he never really adopted him. It's like it's sort of like the origins of a really fucking twisted aristocrat. Right. Yeah, that's slavery. That they call that slavery when you snatch a black child off the street and raise it in your house against everybody's wishes. Right. That's, yeah. He's, I heard him a little a clip of an interview, and he said it was like the movie The Blind Side, only he wasn't a football player. It's like, you know, so then, uh, yeah, so you're adopting a, a kid. And, and the kid monitors his porn intake. Like, first no, of no, all. That's his, no, that's not that kid, because that kid is actually yeah, yeah. a grown man now. It's oh. his 17-year-old son that's actually, they're, they're um, what they call AA buddies. Accountability yeah, they, they, they buddies. Yeah, accountability buddies, yeah. Which, he, which he I probably, swear it sounds like a bad porn. Maybe maybe Mike, uh, is that his name? Mike is uh, monitoring his kid so that he does, his kid doesn't run across a video of him you know, doing a remake <laughs> of, you know, uh, okay, adopted boy, this scene, I'm a, I'm a slave owner and you're, you know, Kunta Kinte. Mr. Uh, Johnson's gay porn adventure or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's the creepiest shit ever. It's like, fuck, you know, until, until uh, all that shit... Uh, I don't know. I mean, it just seems like it fits in with fucking, you know, the good, the the good good side is, is the one that rapes kids and and is uh it wants to overthrow shit and it's like eh, I've seen enough reality. That's why you know I'm gonna start doing more mushrooms. Carl, aren't you worried about that shit coming up on your browser history now? You you finding a, a boba? No, I used uh, DuckDuckGo. There's no history on that. Okay. <laughs> right. But sometimes when you reopen the app, that thing comes up. You're in the library or something. Uh, did you guys see the Tom Jones impersonator uh, thing that went viral? No. Tom, Tom Jones impersonator on stage, and, and somebody hijacked the screen behind the big, you know, the big theater screen behind him, and put a, a guy fucking a pig on it. And the Tom Jones impersonator is just singing away, oblivious to the fact that there's it was, a guy. Uh, it was a sheep, and it was in Wales, so it was a, it was a xenophobic slur on Welsh people. But yeah, don't mess Jamie with Carl. That. Don't mess with bestiality and Carl trivia, <laughs> or bestiality trivia with Carl. Anyway, yeah, I saw. Yeah, yeah, I saw it's it's not I'm unusual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is kind of unusual. Uh, not in Wales. Not in Wales. <laughs> I, I think I don't think bestiality is a new thing. Yeah, no, but to, no. to have somebody film you doing it, uh, probably. Yeah, well, that's I'm only here. been around since the advent of the camera. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you know, the first person. Well, I mean, the, uh, not the first person, but somebody with a GoPro at some point has put together some home video. Yeah. Uh, not me. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know that old that old video of that horse running is actually the second video they shot with the first <laughs> with the camera. <laughs> they don't show you why the horse is running. <laughs> was it running to or from? From it was running from. Yeah, wild because they had not perfected loops back then. <laughs> everyone, everyone's seen Mr. Hand, so I'm not going to be the only one. Mr. Who? Yeah. Mr. Hands, the classic of the guy getting fu oh, fucking a horse. No, he's getting fucked by a horse, right? It's a ladder. Whoa, I don't know anything. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah and he died, but not during that video. The, the rumor was it was that video, but another horse fucked him later and killed him. Whoa. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just walk away with the glory of the one? And you gotta yeah. Go, you know what? It did. That first horse bucked me off. I'm going right back to that barn. 
Right. And yeah. And show that other horse. Yeah. It seems like I mean that's like a well, it's like my uh, if I got cancer again, I'm considering getting a windsuit and taking off a hobby. It probably won't last long. I was like, yeah. if that's your, you know, if that's your thing. I thought Willie might might have gotten incarcerated again. He's been, uh, I guess he's just having te- technical difficulties. Middle America strip. You know who William hot- reminds me of? I, I piece of, uh, I don't. You won't know him, uh, uh, but uh, Keith Ray. Uh, Keith. We talk about him on the podcast. He's a, a comic in Austin, Texas, and uh, I think him and Will together would would fuck a lot of shit up. <laughs> I mean, just individually, probably. Yeah, uh, I want to get Will on uh, uh, Kill Tony. Uh, but the problem oh, is, yeah. he, a minute he doesn't say anything in a minute. He, by t- what he yeah, could yeah. say in a minute is hello. I yeah. mean, basically. And he'd have to stand in an alley. Yeah. Like they line up hours ahead of that shit right. on Monday. Yeah. Like, you know, nine in the morning probably. They uh, comics heading there to go stand in line to be on Kill Tony. To do one minute, yeah, you got to wait there for five hours. I guess it gives you plenty of time. To rehearse your minute, but you would yeah. think guys would come on with a tighter minute. <laughs> yeah, I would, yeah, I was considering driving to Portland to go to ten minutes last night, but I, I thought better. I was going to ask you because I I was assuming since Billy Wayne was in your neighborhood that you would be doing a couple of minutes there. But yeah. uh, well, the show we did in Eugene was fucking all. It was great. It, uh, all everybody there is either like hash grower or make mushroom candies. So it's like vendors, you know, so we're just, it's like, you know, and I, the Portland show would have been a regular show. It's like, okay, I mean, I got, I've got like chocolate, I got a lot of candies and shit to eat. And wow. uh, if the Portland, I mean, Billy's going to do those uh, as a regular set, those shows up and, uh, you know, it's like, shit, man. I re- you know, like you do, you don't, you know, like drunks are not a great audience sometimes. Yeah, they can be. Yeah. the The best part about a drunk audience is they can be stupidly over enthusiastic, and that can convince you that it's better than it really is. Yeah, 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 the yeah. Stone crowd, you just start talking, and uh, and if they're listening, they're listening, and uh, and if you get laughs, that's because it's funny. It's not because they're being coaxed by a really loud drunk chick to or you know yeah. whatever. It's just. Yeah. Well, so, mushrooms and, or, or any psychedelics, you can just get the giggles, and that, yeah. you know. Yeah, and everybody there's fucking super high. I was super high, and then I just, I looked at them, and it was like, uh, I just thought about how, you know, uh, when I had a, a case that was going to go to jury, uh, of how I did backed out of it because I had to, you know, worry about it wasn't going to be a jury of people that looked like this crowd. Yeah, and then I talked about you know like I had a little cocaine in my system from Tuesday. I get pulled over on a Saturday, and they, my lawyer says I can't really you know the lo- the jury's going to take one listen to that, and they're going to find me guilty. I was like not you guys or whatever. And I just dicked around and, and uh, did my uh, thing, and the light came on, and then uh, like oh that was you know good material or whatever. And I didn't really it's like I was just talking. Uh, so that's the, I think you could you know maybe the hash crowd. Is a yeah. better audience. Ted Nagarski asked the question, have you guys ever been to a black strip club? It's way different than a white strip club. Uh, yeah. Complete honesty here, I've never been to any strip club. Never been to a strip club. You don't have to tip at a black strip club. Yeah. Oh, well, he... <laughs> <laughs> actually a stripper in a, uh, a, uh, I guess, a gay black strip club. No, I, I, think I, I was I, I was a stripper, but it was a it wasn't a gay club. It was for it was for private for hire, so it wasn't called, called yeah. lightning strikes. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, technically, it was lightning cock, but that's okay. Uh, uh. I, I, one of my uh, nephews got uh, went to a black strip club and got all, you know, I think if you're, well, especially my nephew, I think it's just like a, a grift, you know, any grifter sees this and they go, oh, I don't even want to rob this guy, but he looks so easy. So he ended up withdrawing a bunch of money, having new friends for a while, getting cracked, cooked, you know, like they fucking run amok for a while. And then he doesn't hang out with them no more. <laughs> he went to jail and doesn't hang out there. But I figure if I, you know, I mean, I would, I would prefer to go to a black, just watch black women strip, probably. I've seen enough white, you know, for a while. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. It was funny. I went to a, a strip club with uh, uh, my nephew, and I he had moved to he had moved out of town, and so I had just gotten re, I had just gotten married to my first wife, and my nephew had not had met my first wife, but he knew her from like ten years before. He hadn't seen her for like ten years, and so we're in this club. Uh, it was uh, I think it was called the Cheetah Club. It was in it was in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, he says to me, uh, I haven't, uh, I haven't seen your, I haven't seen your first wife, you know, for like ten years. What's she look like now? And I looked around. And I said, You see that woman right there? <laughs> I said, uh, I said, Take away the tramp stamp, and that's your aunt, boy. <laughs> and he goes, Oh my God, I can't. He says, Now I can't ever look at her at dinner because Thanksgiving is oh, like. A, he says, because now I'm going to know what she looks like naked. I said, well, that's okay. I don't mind. I'm kind of happy for that. Go ahead. It's that's just what... the kind of stuff that a man of, of the cloth should be actually talking about, mm-hmm. though. Well, yeah. Of... Yeah. But uh, I, I was curious about Ted. I don't I don't see his last name anymore. What was it? Nagurski. Nagurski. Okay. Kaczynski and Nagurski. Yeah, same thing. Uh, is there a particular black club that he's talking about? Because I know there's one in Atlanta called Magic City. He's in and Colorado. That, Oh yeah, then. But he could have traveled. He could have traveled. I don't. Traveled, yeah, because I don't live in it. I don't live in Georgia, but I was down there on business. Kind of. They should do it. All, uh, well, this. I don't know how this is going to sound, but like globe trotters, you get a oh, van yeah. of hot black women, and then you 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 know have a, a whatever you call it night at your club, because uh, <laughs> because most of them you know it's like you know it's like traveling talent. They clubs have that, but it's just like a theme night. It's just going to be cool, you know. I think it, I think it would crush. Well, we actually, I'm to. considering. I, I'm trying to figure out how to Chocolate bring night. back the revival. You know, like the old revival tents. Uh-huh. I want to do that with comedy and strippers. Yeah, yeah. And you know, just take the revival, take it on the road. You know, have your comedians and strippers do a little bus mm-hmm. tour, set up the tents in the field. Set them out. Yeah, set them yeah. on the edge of town. Yeah, yeah, set them on the edge of town and, and then have the little shaky, shaky thing going on and, and then move on to the next town. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm yes. still trying to I figure know. that out. I never yeah. uh, actually was in a strip club, but I have played in bars that uh, were not supposed to be doing that kind of stuff that basically had like a, a strippers come in and dance in front of the band, strippers who were hookers, uh, basically That's come in and, and dance in front of the band and ba- basically get, you know, give out. Uh, $20, $40 hand jobs and, and blow jobs and shit. See, Ted was in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And yeah, Atlanta. So I guess that's the place if you want to go to, uh, uh-huh. to see Real the see, At Magic City, they're actually, you go into, that's one of those places where you go in, and a lot of the women really are stripping and to pay for college. 
you know, for real. I mean, right. you're walking in there, be like women, they're like, and, and you actually can talk to them about intellectual stuff, like highbrow intellectual, like, you uh, know, okay. pre-med chemistry, stuff like that. They, you know, they're going like, what you were doing? Like, of course. I, think, yes. I thought of a name for my troop, the Globes, Globes Trotters. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like, I like rip it. The, uh-huh. Rip the whole thing off. You know, they come into town and they got, you know, they got the pole on their van. Yeah. <clears throat> um, <laughs> that, but the porn, the one porn star I've had on the program, uh, what's her uh, porn name? Eva Lovia or something like L-O-V-I-A, Eva Lovia. She's got a real, I just saw this morning, which made me laugh because she's talking about the promise that our parents made that you go to college and get a four-year degree and be, get a job. There has to be another way. And I'm thinking, you found your other way. You got rich fucking giving blowjobs on fucking on video. Yeah, but, the, you know, now now it's like a, like a teacher can uh, do a OnlyFans and make way more than that woman who's, you know, sucking and grinding for years and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, basically taking, taking that knowledge and then doing, you know, the simplest shit on it. I don't know. I, I've been looked at them. You know, yeah. I don't have money to throw at everybody's only fan necessarily. <laughs> yeah, uh, But right. it's like, you know, like uh, there's two teachers in one school who uh, are were outed for having, you know, it's like even if they only get like 30 or 40 of the parents, you know, it's like. Now, if you could go back and go, oh, man, my daughter's fifth grade teacher was hot. If she was, you know, jerking off a cucumber, oh, uh, my God. You know, uh, <laughs> wouldn't I be, you know, letting my kid down to not at least, you know, try to get to know the teacher? I wish there was something like that when I it was sixth grade English teacher. Uh, she was, uh, man, uh, that All would be. All kinds of gray areas and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but can we have an OnlyFans economy where everybody has an Yeah, yeah, everybody wants to see, you know, it's like, I don't know, there's probably like three or four people who'd want to see me chuck off, or, you know, I mean, and then I'm an old dude, and my numbers may be way less than I, than I think here. But, uh, you know. Well, if anybody like, reads your Wikipedia page, they're going right, to be. Right, they go, wow, this guy. Wow. Yeah, from my Wikipedia page, like he he knows that he works with uh, Joey Diaz. All right, Joey He's Diaz. Like, Otto and George was never part of that fucking unbookable well, stuff. We, you either. know, Otto and George is so different uh, above. And I mean, you know who that is? Yeah, yeah. You know that Carl. Uh, I've, I've heard. I don't know who they are. Otto and George. You got it. I saw him. Uh, I was at a Chicago comedy festival, a decade or two, two decades. I don't even remember. It's a while back. But uh, Doug goes, you got to go see Otto and George. So I didn't even know what it was, but it's a ventriloquist act, and a bit the, the dummy was a bit racist. A uh, bit. Uh, one of them, you know, one, one of them was a crackhead. I you can never tell who was who in that act. But uh, I just remember, you know, in the energy of a comedy festival, is there's you know like a bunch of people who, especially back then, a bunch of people who thought, oh, this will be cool. This will lead to something good or whatever, and uh, Otto and George, he gets up there, and he goes, hey, how'd your set go? How'd your set go? Hey, hey, drink some more bottled water, you piece of shit. Hey, you fucking piece of shit. Did you get your development deal? And it was like, oh, shit, he's talking directly to me. <laughs> it was just like, uh, and, you, and, and, and saying shit, you did not, exp- you know, you might, it might be your internal voice pounding away at you saying that shit but the fucking dummy just lit into everybody and it was like, he, he, he was really uh shy and quiet mm-hmm. until and he got legendary on uh, stories about the dude uh he he used to uh 
uh, John Lennon was one of uh, his fans back in the day. Wow. He do, you know, it was kind of a busker act or whatever, but a filthy dummy. Yeah. Uh, doing a, yeah, our radio. We had him at a sidewalk. club. Uh, in, he, he came from New Jersey, and he was only getting paid $75 for the guy. And New Jersey to, to Eastern Long Island, where he, he it's like a four-hour drive. He had to hire somebody to drive him from New Jersey to the club. And then he comes in, and he's, like, really quiet. And Ralph, who was – this is a, a Carl's friend, Ralph, Ralph Dice Clay. Uh, he goes up to him, and he says, listen, uh, I heard a lot about you. You got to, you know, tone down the racism with the puppet. <laughs> and he, oh, sure, no problem. I'll be, behave myself. And he starts out, like, just right away, the first thing out of his mouth, he looks at a, a black guy in the front row, he goes, who brought the N-word? <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? You just promised you were going to fucking behave yourself. Um, yeah, he, he yeah, totally... But that's, that's, the, that's the only funny t- thing to do in that situation, though. If, if that's what he does and you're telling him not to, he has to. He has to. Then yeah. he can go and I'd kill himself. To, I'd have to say it's like... I, and, I mean, I know. tell people all the time, the quickest way to get me to do something is to tell me that I shouldn't. You know All what right. I mean? Like, I, I, I right. probably got don't a little be, bit of don't that be oppositional quiet. defiance exactly disorder, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I got a touch of that, probably. All right. Don't be concise. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the problem? Am, I'm too concise? Is that no, the, you're not concise enough. That's the problem. Oh. Like, with somebody pulling up to a jack-in-the-box. Uh, you'd be like, hey, you know, like, well, uh, uh, you know what I mean? Can I, can I take you? Or can I, you're, uh, okay, can so I, take, I did it. Let me tell you, bro. You think you think this special is good? Let me tell you about the special we had four years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? I do do that. I do. I'm sorry. No, God, I'm not wrong about you. <laughs> I'm we're a piece wrong. of shit. No, no, you're not. You're, you're, uh, <laughs> you're a guy in an old shit hat. Anyway. Uh, I am. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you know, it, Otto and George was a very uh, unique act. But we had April Brucker, April Brucker on last week. She actually was like, she looked up to George uh, Otto. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, she, she was great to too. George. May looked up to George. Her puppet looked up to George. But uh, yeah, ventriloquists are, I think, we, it's, it's a weird. I mean, it has to start from a weird place, right? Yeah, it's got to yeah, be a it's, whole. It's, it's weirder than magi- I don't. I don't trust magicians and hypnotists. They're, they're off, but ventriloquists are a level deeper. They've grabbed a tit. They shouldn't, you know. Yeah, like. I don't know what John's childhood looked like, but I, 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 I don't think I would want to look at it. Right. Well, April says it's a guy proposition. She has a, a puppet May, who is May is a little body like you know, like Otto, like the but, May West. Yeah, but uh, she said somebody propositioned her and the puppet for a threesome. Now, who's more fucked up, the ventriloquist or the guy who wants to have a threesome with the ventriloquist, with the ventriloquist and our puppet? I mean, <laughs> if the ventriloquist says yes, I mean, probably the ventriloquist. <laughs> I think the puppet is the one that's most fucked up because they're the ones that always ask for too much money in the deal. And, and, yeah, and, yeah. and they're the ones that, you know... Yeah. Well, I it's understand like, they have like more of a, a. It takes them longer to get cleaned up after something like that. So yeah, I understand. Yeah. How, how about Sean Rouse's? Yeah, you got to. You definitely got to send oh, out. Oh yeah, for that. Sean Rouse <laughs> and, and with uh, Junior. With that junior, was a, that was Junior Stopka could do a, uh, does a pretty good Bill Burr impression. Oh, and that's, Sean that's Rouse fantastic. Yeah. Looks like Bill Burr, and they did a puppet 
act one night and it was just great but john ross would be a uh, like a fucking evil disjointed fucking if you could make a, a band first all the john ross. holy shit hey hey and, but, yeah it was it was a uh, uh sean ross had doll makeup it was like probably the creepiest uh fucking version yeah, of great sean video. ross i've ever there's seen a, there's a youtube video of that right there's got yeah. yeah yeah there was yeah. at one point i don't know if bill burr might have had him take it down. I don't know. Wow. Speaking of Bird, Bill, he, yeah, Bill yeah. Burr's wife flipping yeah. off the president. Yeah, the problem. The only problem I had is he was kind of keeping it subdued behind his back. I would have been in his fucking face. Well, like, do you see Kid Rock? I mean, it's like you know. Uh, yeah, Kid she, Rock. Is, if I were doing something that Kid Rock didn't, you, you know, you get sucker punched, not by him, but or you know, it's like yeah, a weird yeah. crew walking by. So I could see, you know, she could have yeah. stood up and just shined it on him or whatever but you know there's a lot of weirdness in a in a what was that in vegas probably uh yeah or, it was vegas but yeah. around a ufc <laughs> thing and there's a lot of weird energy in there so i would be hesitant to give anybody i went to uh this was years ago doug doug uh stanhope and me went to uh vegas fights joe rogan was there during during uh filming fear factor so we got great seats and uh the energy of the fucking room and everything and uh we started heckling or doug was doug was great i was nervous to heckle there it was a little out of my league you know we're sitting in front of nba players and shit you know (laughs) we had that good of seats but the early fights doug was heckling uh uh the fight uh going uh you know make him come that always knocks me out like a light uh among other fucking gems that one both of the fighters acknowledged it like that. So, you know, uh, the early fights it was like you could say whatever you were saying was echoed through the room and then as it got yeah. more crowded you know uh, we we relented a little but i remember uh Don King walks in and, and people are like, oh, Don King's here and everything. And Doug goes, only in America can you get rich by being a complete douchebag or something to that effect that Don King had to hear and shit. But, uh, <laughs> the whole time I was just sure we were going to get our asses kicked and get thrown out of there. But uh, <clears throat> wow. Uh, now, didn't Bert give you a cold shoulder somewhere along the line? Where, uh, 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 yeah, yeah. Well, I think if you're, uh, well, I was beneath meeting Bert Kreischer. Uh, I guess he he was at uh, the, he was recording in in Denver, uh, a podcast at the, uh, the lady that runs the club's house and shit. So it's like a real informal thing. That it's like, you know, it's like the, if if all of us were hanging out. And I kept saying, hey, William, uh, and saying, that was cool or what? And then William just didn't acknowledge me. That's yeah, what right. happened with Bert. But I think Bert's just really focused on Bert and uh, and the, and sucking up to anybody below. You know, why would you suck up to somebody below you? He, he's, you know, he saw Doug Stanhope. Doug Stanhope was his focus. But I think he, he must have known who I was, but he just it was, it was like dismissive to a point where it was almost impressive. Yeah. You know what was good? Will, Will got Jackie Martling on Bert, the Birdcast, and Jackie acknowledged to Bert that he had no fucking idea who he was on the Birdcast, and it was a, it was a beautiful moment to see Bert have to suck up to somebody saying, "Listen, you might be famous, but I have no fucking idea who you are. I've never heard of you." <laughs> yeah, I think he's kind of like moved into that role of a comic that a lot of other comics think sucks because you know, but it's like I, I I've uh, not liked him from hearing his podcast years before I even knew who he was. Yeah. So it's, it's not like, uh, 
it's uh, oh he's successful he has a movie I can't stand the guy I just found his his energy on his podcast was grinding and, and uh, Stan Hope would put it on on long road trips yeah. and then I found out you know bring earphones and you can listen to something different yeah yeah, but there's a cottage industry now just based on hating on him, which is it's, 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 there's a it's, there was a really good documentary called "Too Try Too Hard" or "Too Hard" or something like that, and it's just basically a, one man ripping on another dude's. And di I loved the it was like an English piece. Yeah. So it was like real dismissive and in, in hundreds of ways that I, I like when somebody can, you know. Uh, just wipe somebody out with a, two paragraphs or whatever. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. That's that's. Uh, but you know, I think it's an easy. He's an easy target. Like people hated on Carrot Top and stuff. Uh, uh, and Ted think, says you know, he likes uh, Bert better than Tom. I guess. I guess I have to, don't I? Don't I have to? Do Wait a minute. Is he, is he talking about Bert Bacharach and Tom Jones? Blasphemy! <laughs> Blasphemy! Yeah. He's talking about comedians who are funnier than Segura. <laughs> I've born recently. Uh, uh, I, I'm definitely, uh, I don't know enough about Tom. But when was the last time they performed together? <laughs> they don't have to perform together. Dr. Friends would just even make that comparison. He put their names in the same sentence. That's oh, not okay. right. All right. That's not right. All right. All right. It's Tom right. Jones. Right. Fair enough. Tom Fair enough. Jones is here. Tom yeah. Jones is here. Burt Bacharach is down uh, is down yeah, Bert, here. Burt Bacharach Bert. would agree with that. Is he dead? Wow. I mean, he would or, have. Burt Backrub. Yes. Burt Backrub. Yeah. Bert Backrub <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, they never performed together. How about that? They never performed together. Did the no, Israelite uh, claim uh, Burt Bacharach? They claimed Tom Jones, didn't they? The New York uh, Black no Israelites. Yeah. Tom anyway, Jones, Tom Jones covered uh, Todd Snyder's song not too long ago. Really? Uh, what? Yeah, talking, talking blues. Wow. Yeah, and like I heard Tom, Todd Snyder's story, where it's like he didn't even know that was going to happen. And uh, I wonder. That, yeah. That's got to be pretty cool, though. I mean, uh, I know because Tom uh, Todd Snyder is not like part of, you know, the, the industry. The machine, the the, the mu music machine. Mm -hmm. So for him to get covered by, let's yeah. let's face it, Tom Jones is a fucking icon. In, in yeah, and it's a it's an interesting song too. It's a it's a really fucking smart, uh, well, you know, clever tune. It's a it's about you know reality and t you know uh, mentions Trump a little bit, but not it doesn't you know it's yeah. uh, it's just it's how uh, we went from A to B, uh, right, and ended up where we are. Very cool. Well, good for him. You know, I wonder how much he, if he got paid I don't on know. that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he'll get paid, but it'll probably like four dollars, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. The, the, you know, it, the, the whole thing about how people used to be able to get rich with one hit or one song covered like that—that's gone. That's yeah, fucking I don't gone. think they, you know. I mean, I heard it on the internet. I doubt. Uh, is there even a you know a top yeah. forty where a Tom Jones hit could be played? But and you and you didn't probably pay for what's it. new pussycat. But then it, it would only be getting played because people would be banning it. You know, they're saying, you can't play that song. You can't play What's New Pussycat. And then everybody would be playing it to find out why you can't play What's New Pussycat. Right. <laughs> now, I, didn't get it. I, before... I listened to a Tom Jones concert <clears throat> outside of it. And, uh, and it was, uh, I, didn't go, I didn't get a ticket. Uh, I was out of town or whatever, and I got it. Anyway, there was a, it was very poorly attended. You know, you know, I think some of the concerts just didn't 
uh, get a big enough audience or whatever but he uh i was listening on the other side of the creek and uh and and he did a, he did a, a encore to the you know it felt like he just he was going to do it anyway it's like it was really like no no energy left it was all these old folks and shit folding up their chairs they did the encore and then i hit the trail before the last song that was still playing and uh and then uh as i got around here comes the fucking bus there was like this big bus and it was and it's like did that fucker i, I still don't know did he sing the final notes while loading up on the bus because it was almost it was like a miracle it's like how did he he jammed out of there during his encore it seemed like like get that bus going i'm gonna do this song and then we're fucking out and it was like and and Man, four minutes yeah. later he was fucking out of there. But it was cool that he did a full concert and an encore for uh, less than great audience. <laughs> Very cool stuff. Now I have to say goodbye to Govs. Uh, Tony Walker, who is uh, the host of Knock 'Em Dead Comedy, is just coming up on the Governor's Radio Network. Uh, Tony actually hosted uh, at Govs this weekend for Ben Bailey, which was cool to see Tony and uh, Fat Jay. <laughs> Fat Jay opened for Ben Belly, and then Ben Belly was the, the uh, headliner on that. So it's good to see Tony uh, doing that kind of stuff, hosting for some some bigger people out there, and uh, good stuff. He's coming up on Gov, so stay tuned, stay tuned for that Gov. Uh, we have any as we wrap things up here. Uh, anybody got things to plug? Shows coming up. We have issues with Andy every Friday, which you can get on Patreon. I should show that show that link here. Um, where is my oh banners? I'm sorry, I'm I'm all. Mm, yeah, and I don't even have anything else going on. Uh, well, uh, next week... Uh, the link is I'm in the description to, here, but anyway. Uh, yeah, go ahead. You got something to plug? No, I was, well, I'm doing... An, I got a show Thursday night, but I can't... I don't know if I can plug it or not because I don't know anybody's going to be going there, but it doesn't matter. I was just going to say... if it, I, we, we already got rid of the Santa Claus myths, so if there's anything else you want me to disappoint your kids with, just send me your email and I will... No, no, disillusion your children with it. Now that's uh, Doctor Rev Jelly Roll at Gmail dot com for now um, for prayer requests and uh, we thought your sermon this week was going to be on uh, how to fuck an altar boy and get away with it. That and was the original plan, but then I realized that it was Veterans Day and I had forgotten to write something about veterans. Oh man! So yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Really so the fucking them. altar boys fuck will be next part? Sunday. I'm sorry. Yeah. The fucking oh, altar boys will be this coming Sunday then? It, and if nothing else comes up, if nothing else could, comes up. And it, but, maybe uh, you could talk about how they fucked the vets by giving them a Saturday for Vets Day. Didn't that used to be a Monday? A right. Saturday? Well, it's, it's, it's a, a rotating. It's a, it's a rotating. Uh, it's yeah, a, it's supposed to be the 11th. The 11th. It's the 11th. It yeah. the 11th. But they got I didn't the whole go over weekend. to Vietnam and fight Charlie so we could have a fucking Saturday. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. I didn't do that shit. I'm we sure. already got Saturday. Saturday's already a day off. It ties in. It makes it better for the NFL to showcase all the guys who couldn't make the NFL. Right. And uh, Carl, you got anything to plug, or are you just uh, you, you got gigs just, coming uh, up? Yeah, a couple. Just go to the Last Rights podcast on YouTube. I've got a gig in Manchester Monday, but I think it's already taken care of, so you can go fuck yourselves unless now, you're in Manchester, England. That pub you, you slept in the other night, uh, was that a show yeah. you did? or? Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's, a, it's a dilapidated venue. It's almost illegal, but he holds on and runs the uh, shittest comedy festival in the UK. It's called the Hollybush. And uh, when I go there, it's so difficult to get to. He lets me sleep there now, but it is cold. 
I love the almost illegal stuff. Yeah, you looked like you were freezing in that place. Um, well, right. it's illegal at that point where you're letting people sleep in a, a you know. Yeah, I'm not sure that's warehouse. that's legal. Yeah, uh, no, that's probably yeah, not legal uh, at all. He has well, no heating. 14, he, did you have a 14-year-old adopted kid with you? <laughs> I'm, I'm Table. But he owns the building outright. He lets anyone do what he wants in there in terms of comedy. So, shout out. I won't say where, which pub because of all the illegal stuff, but shout out to Dave. Wow. Uh, and are you still planning on coming over in the spring? And if, if so, is that yeah. plan on going out west? And, and, uh... Uh, the, that, that plan, I don't know. I'll, know. I'll know soon where I'll go, but probably a few different places. Uh, uh, any news from uh, Jamie Dykes? Are you doing anything with him in a your future it's the laziest piece of shit that i know every two every two hey, weeks they met. say do you want to do this he agrees you giving him that title we've met yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is true uh, All right. uh, second uh, laziest piece of shit you know i don't know i don't know you you got you went got down to austin to do a show uh a podcast. i haven't been i have been moving off of my couch recently a ain't no way jamie would ever get to another city to do his podcast right he ain't, he ain't leaving wales cardiff cardiff the, the particular village where they filmed the sheep fucking video he won't leave there so Oh yeah, and Will Will found some movie footage of me the other day. He was all excited about it. Like he sent me a like screaming, "Is that you? Is that you? Is me saying it's you?" Look, it's okay. We had one conversation about it, right? right? We had yeah. one conversation about where you might be in this movie, and you were actually in the opening credits. Well, yeah, you were that, very like like the credits weren't even finished, and then and, like and, and I already spotted you. And an hour and 15 minutes later, I think you see the, pretty much the same shot. Of, I mean, of, yeah, it probably is close to that or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but uh, also, um, I want to say that I'm on Cameo now, so uh, which means, that, and just so you know, uh, I'm a, like, I'll make any kind of video people want. It don't have to be a birthday. It could be a birthday. It could be a roast. I don't give a shit. I'll make I want to see $20. fucking dollars. I want cameo. I got twenty dollar cameos. You can find me on uh, the cameo. Twenty uh, dollars. How much to yeah. fuck a pig? First of all, you I mean, it has to be a legal act. It can't be bestiality, sir. That's a crime. That's against cameo policy. But I think we're all. When 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 I hear pig, I'm immediately think of an overweight woman. Right, like his first wife uh, or was a like like four hundred pounds either, and like had titties love bigger you a than big him. Overweight. I mean, woman listen, cop. I'm I'm not against being with a big gal. I've done that before many times. Oh yeah, you could do. But, you know, but you can, you can, you can, pig. you can do a pig and become prime minister of of England. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, a big yeah. woman in a police uniform, and it's like fucking understated. Mm. You know, mm. you're double. I mean, double okay, team. so listen, all right, that's that's a different <laughs> thing. That's if I start an OnlyFans, which may happen. It's not impossible. Well, it, it's really not. Maybe you can get gonna, it an oink. I've threatened this a number of times. It's it's we're about we're about at that juncture. <laughs> I'm telling you, Kelly would promote it anyway. Uh, oh, she, God, she, she would. She would, she would promote it. She'd be. She. She'd probably be my biggest customer. What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, okay. Answer, what, uh, I'll just say, Ted. Your answer to your question is no. I'm not a Catholic priest. I. Uh, I'm non-denominational. Non-denominational. Twenty dollars, Will. I'll pay for a cameo, but you need to go to Taco John's and ask for your job back and tell him you used to be somebody. 
Yeah. I, okay. Well, that's. I'll have to when I'm back in the Midwest. I can do that because I'm yeah. not, there. There's none here. I have to go to. But I'll be in uh, in January. I'll be in South Dakota, so we can do it in January for sure. All right, sounds good for me. Oh, uh, and you know what? I would love to do that. I would love to. Do that. As a matter of fact, I'll find out where Ted Miller's office is. The guy who said I could never work for Todd Johnson again, and I'll go right to his office and be like, I I I really would like. I really would like to work for Taco Johnson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. You could tell him. Like how it's, much been you've over the years. Years. it's been twenty years. It's been twenty years, sir. Can we please <laughs> get over this madness? Can I please just get a low level job slinging taco? Uh, you muted. Right, anyway, sorry. You muted. <laughs> I probably I should be. I should yeah. be. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for getting up early on a Monday morning and being part of the five hundred episode. Man. Yeah, well, yeah. Good Andy. I think I need a day off, but I don't. Tomorrow I don't have a day off. Husky we, we have a Husky, Husky bio. What are you pushing, uh, Brett's uh, merch? Why not you pushing your own Oh, yeah, merch? Brett's got new merch. Brett brought artistic shit. Yeah, that's that's a weird autofocus uh, trick there with the finger up there. You stick your finger up. That's, it. How, that's how it works. That's how it fixes. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, it, Andy, I'll see you in another 500 episodes. Okay, yeah, yeah. We're yeah, yeah. Happy, we'll see uh, you guys back on the thousand. By the way, uh, Thanksgiving uh, falls on a, a Thursday this year, believe it or not. Damn. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm going to be I have just put out an open invitation. I'm putting the StreamYard link to anybody or anybody and everybody. What da- what's the date for Thanksgiving? Is it 20-something? 20-something. Uh, Is it 28th? It's not this no. Thursday, it's next Thursday, right? Which is right. It's the 23rd, 24th. 24th. 23rd. No, 23rd. 23rd, 23rd. It's the 23rd. <laughs> so I'm going to be I'm going to be cooking my bird. I'm getting up early and covering parade coverage and weed smoking like we did last year and just putting an open invitation to anybody and everybody. So anybody who wants to join us, pop right, in. I'll, I'll I'll come on, but I'm going to drink. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, just yeah. pop in just to say hello and what you're eating and what you and who you're eating and how you're eating it? All, all right. Kind of and, all right. Yeah. Uh, so Give me thank- one of those shows. All yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, were you part of Thanksgiving last year? Oh, Thanksgiving show. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Zach, Zach Wiseman gave us a tutorial on uh, how to how to get the most out of your terpenes and weed. Uh, and uh, and Jess Paul did a section too. She she was like decorating stuff. Yeah. Jess uh, was in the uh, chat room earlier. She uh, said she would stop by on Thanksgiving. So we'll we'll definitely uh, make a make a party of it. If you're up and yeah. you're cooking your bird, or flipping me the bird, or whatever you're doing on Thursday. So thanks for being here, guys. Uh, appreciate it. And everybody have a great right, day. Boys, take it easy. Thanks. Bye for now. One, two, three. Boy, now it's just me. Now, uh, my um, interview about my uh, congressional campaign is out on video. Uh, you'll notice that um, I sucked because I was not prepared for questions. So if anybody has questions uh, that you think an interview might ask a congressional can- candidate that I should be prepared for, write them, write me uh, them. Or send, just send them in the chat room and all that kind of stuff. Thanks for uh, joining us today. Uh, it's a blast. We did 500. Go ahead. Uh, I think this is actually getting close to 2,000 actual podcast episodes for me, if you include all the nighttime shows. So that's that. Anyway, thanks for being here. Have a great rest of your day. And don't forget to turn on your radio. Bye for now.
me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now.